0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeika. With me as always, my co-host, the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We're locked and loaded. We're ready to go. Battlehawk up. hawk up. Battle hawk up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: even their first, they lost their week?
0: first home game is today oh is first home game yeah, yeah, so right. we're, okay. we're, we're excited um we got a lot of stuff to go over today mike what's a football slash wrestling loaded show i know if anybody's ever listened to that our show they're like oh shocker but
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would love to talk college basketball
0: but what a disaster on both ends let's yeah. let's talk briefly before we actually get into the rest of the details of the show um worst be- like weekend ever for michigan and michigan state both just laying a massive egg Pretty much. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. For uh, different reasons, yeah. but both, at the end of the day, poopy. Yeah.
1: At least State's going to make the tournament, though. <sighs> yeah, Michigan what a, disa- what a disaster. Unfo- it's Like, you lose two back-to-back overtime games and then lose to Rutgers in the, f- in the second round. Right. Ten exactly. And you go. Mm-hmm. Like, so, if you would have won one of those overtime games, yeah. I think I could sit here and be like, maybe, maybe you're the yeah. playing 11 seed. At this point, no. Probably yeah,
0: not. you're not even in the. You're not even in the first four out. You're in the next four out. Yeah. You're so far off. You're poopy. Go have fun losing in the semifinal of the NIT. You're garbage. It's fine
1: if they get invited to the NIT.
0: Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like you know what? Maybe we're just gonna go practice instead. We're just not gonna. I don't know. Whatever. Don't Screw know. that. It's it's a it's a lost season basically for. Both squad so there's that but we've got A lot of stuff to go over today Mike we've got AEW revolution we got a review we've got Some other AEW news as well coming out Of the woodwork coming out of dynamite um, We've got free agency Frenzy bonanza as NFL Free agency is about to kick off here As of this recording by the time you guys are hearing this The new league year I believe has already started does it start Monday at? It's
1: like noon. Is
0: it noon? Okay, so maybe, I think that's yeah. when the tampering starts. Right. So whatever. legal tampering starts on Monday, Wednesday at whatever time like is one probably yeah or something like that. Something, yep, is sign. officially is where the floodgates open and everybody goes blah. And, and yeah. everyone, you know, it's funny
1: because like you know everyone who's going anywhere on but yeah, Monday w- and yeah. Tuesday. But Wednesday, it's like, all right, now we make it official.
0: Exactly. And then teams can announce and all that good stuff. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to the NFL free agency. We're about a month away, a month and a half away from the NFL draft. So obviously, we're going to have another Merckstone mock draft corner to kind of end today. So we got a lot of stuff to go over, Mike. So let's just start right now. Let's start with AEW, the Revolution pay-per-view. Um you know, pretty much rave reviews coming out of this show.
1: I thought it was awesome. I
0: thought it was a really good show. I really did. I really enjoyed it. I
1: I think from...
0: I had a couple issues, but nothing major. I think from
1: start to finish, I think it's probably my favorite show... I, I think Yeah, you know, you're not gonna get any complaints from me like I, I think you know. I think I think in terms of their biggest show ever was mm-hmm. all out of 2021 yeah when yeah. Punk debuted yeah and then they had Cole and Brian at the end of the show come yeah. out like yeah. that was probably your you had the steel cage tag team match and stuff like yeah. that was probably your biggest show yeah big statement show it's like for statement show that you've ever had yeah. in terms of like top to bottom wrestling card I think this is probably was one really of the good. best ones it was really good
0: it was really good let's jump into it here yeah um a lot of people really buzzing off off of that. So, yeah.
1: so we are we opened the show. Yep, we had Ricky Starks taking on and beating Chris Jericho. Match, yep. match went thirteen minutes forty nine seconds. Got four stars on the Meltzer rating.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I pretty think, solid
1: opener. I think yeah. it's. I, I don't think it's four stars for me. Mm-mm. I thought it was like okay. Yeah, uh, it was one of the one of the few matches I was not really looking forward. F- too. Yeah. So they opened with it. So I was like, ah, it's I think fine, the feud
0: but... as a whole has just not really hit that gear for me where I'm like, ooh, this is getting personal. Yeah. It just kind of feels like it's there. Um, and Jericho
1: and I... is now currently 0 and 4 Revolutions. <laughs> That's funny. Just, um, just throw it out there.
0: I think for Jericho, you're at a point now where, you know, and he's even said it. He's like, I got to get. Tailing over mm-hmm. right so how am i gonna do that i gotta yeah, i gotta true. be in there with them and i gotta get them where they need to be right i thought it was good that the whole the counter to the judas effect and everything i thought that was good yep. ricky stark's like a player and that's that's important yep. you know what i mean and that's something where i expect him to be in that tnt aw international championship which we'll talk about a little bit later on mm-hmm. um, in that kind of area you know yep. kind of going forward so you know Onward and upward for Ricky Starks. I, lo- I dig Ricky Starks. I think he's a complete package.
1: Oh, yeah. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Um. And now that we have the dynamite after, his next thing is going to be with Juice Robinson.
0: Right. So, which I can dig. I can yeah, dig that. Nice I spot. like Juice Robinson. Not Jay White, but it's Juice Robinson.
1: <laughs> Got a lot of people excited for about four hilarious, seconds. Before he hilarious. Hilarious. So, next up, we had the final burial match. Yeah. A lot. Of, this was a common thread on the show yeah. where they would have a match and I didn't know the rules of the match until the match was going. And even then, I still kind of didn't know the rules of the match. This is one of those kind of matches. So final burial, you thought, oh, it's a buried alive match. It's technically a casket Casket match match that has a burial site on it.
0: Right, right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we're on the same page. So Christian gets brought back to TV just to get ridden off of TV. <laughs>
1: yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So Jack Perry uh, beats Christian Cage 14 minutes 49 seconds. Also gets four stars on the Meltzer rating. Um, yeah, I don't know about match that. Match is good. I think. I think if anything you pull out of this, I think Jungle Boy has become like the like a workhorse on these pay per views. Like he's yeah. uh, I wouldn't say like gargano range, but he really puts on a good match. Yeah, Every single one. Like last show he was against Luchasaurus in that, in that Steel mm-hmm. Cage match. Yeah, that was good. Really good. good. Uh, their tag run with Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. Most of those matches were all really good. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of just like a solid, like if he's on the show, that match, build or not, yes. I think it's just like a good match.
0: Yeah, I thought the match was really good. Um, I, I didn't even, like the finish was fine. The only issue I had with this match was they really tried to put it over that he went to like another level yeah. Jungle Boy did. I didn't get that like through that the either. TV, right? Where like they're like he had to do something he never thought he'd do type thing. I go, did he though? Like it's it's a no holds barred mm-hmm. kind of match. I go, I, I feel like he dug deeper against Luchasaurus than he did against Christian. Yeah, you know, like actions wise. Mm-hmm. So um, I like the ending where he beats him and then the casket drops into the floor. I thought that, that, that was, was hilarious. T- yeah. I was like, hey, he's probably like. Okay, here we go, and then like you drop, I would be crapping myself in there. I'd be like, you know what, I'm dead. It's fine, just leave me in here. Yeah. Um, so I dug that for sure. I like the fact that there wasn't, um, you know, like a bunch of interference or anything with here, right? Like yeah. I, let, I I think this was a good time to end this feud, uh-huh. if that makes any sense. So once again, another one of those where I think the feud has gone on too long. Yeah. And I think it's weird that, like, the first and real only match they got out of this was a, a blow. Like, we didn't get that singles match mm-hmm. that I was expecting because of the injury. Yeah. So it's kind of like a weird, like, oh, or so we're just done. But at the same time, it's like, we've also been doing this for a year. So it's like, yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, so good, solid match, though. Crowd was hot, though. Crowd was really hot for this match. I think Christian's done a nice job of getting heat. Yep.
1: All right, next up. Rob. Yeah. I just want to say, <laughs> what is, what is the show called? Revolution. Well, no, 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 like our podcast is called. Oh, I'm always right. I'm always right. Yeah. I don't think we've ever been more right yeah. than calling for these trios titles <laughs> yeah. on anything we've ever had on the show. I know. It's so because good. Because they've done three trios tag matches yeah. on three pay-per-views. Yeah. All the All makers. three have been awesome. Yeah. This one might be the best of the three. Oh, done. yeah. This
0: was fantastic.
1: House of Black, The Elite. Yeah. The match goes 18 minutes. Four and three-quarter stars on the Meltzer rating. Mm -hmm. And House of Black, like we kind of predicted, kind of thought it would happen, Yeah, beats the elites. Oh, my God. Awesome.
0: Yeah, this was great. I I also, I'm going to kind of bring out a a point here. This is for the overall show. I like the timing of this show. Mm -hmm. I thought they did a really nice job of understanding, like, hey, we got an Iron Man match to end the show. We got to kind of get things moving here and not dwindle and like have really long intermissions between Matt. Like we got to go, like let's go because Uh we're going to be here for six hours if we don't. So I can appreciate that. But going back to this match, this match was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I thought this match, I I actually liked, I think a little bit more um, than some, maybe not the first, uh, death triangle match at the pay-per-view mm-hmm. at the last pay-per-view but the, uh, the, uh, some of the other ones because I thought this match told a really nice story yeah. where I felt like it, at any point in time it was like oh the elite just hit you know Malachi here oh it's over right now
1: I thought they made Brody King look like a monster mm-hmm. in this match um yeah I like the idea of like because I think when you had the elite and yeah. death triangle I felt like kind of all, the same all six guys were flippy guys yeah. so they were doing their cool high spots and everything yes but like I think the, the difference of the flippy guys with the elite, mm-hmm. but, like, the hard hitters. Mm-hmm. Like, Brody King would come in and just tear people to shreds. Right. Or Malachi or Buddy would, yep. like, mm-hmm. kick you to death. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, now we have to dodge it and use our athleticism right. to get out of stuff. Right. And when you're fighting, like, Ray Phoenix, those moves aren't as impactful or heavy hitting. Right. They're just like, oh, here, I'm on the top rope hitting yes. you with this, like, running the ropes kick or something. Right. This one is like no, I'm just gonna kick your head off.
0: Right, and yeah. if you look at the trios that we've kind of seen so far be featured, right, Loot, Death Triangle, all guys that can kind of do the aerial stuff. The Elite can do the aerial stuff. Uh, what's the other one? Top Flight, Top Flight, the, AR the, Fox. Or, and AR Fox. Yeah. Those are all kind of the same mold. Mm-hmm. Having Death Triangle, where okay, Buddy can do some of like the flips and stuff, and Malachi's Eyes athlete, flag, athlete. yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about Buddy Matthews. Like, yeah. in, in well, House you said you
1: said Death Triangle. You oh, mean, I'm you sorry. Mean yeah, yeah, House of Black. Yeah. Of
0: Black, yes. So yes. with with them, right? You've got a little variety of, of things here, and then Brody being that the the difference maker, the yeah. game changer, where he's like, well, I mean, we can kick him, but he ain't going down. You know, yeah. having that variable in there, mm-hmm. I thought was really well done. The only issue I had with this match was there's at one point in this match where it looks like Death Triangle is going to win, and all the guys are just like, we're good. Like, like they leave the ring and then somehow yeah, like they threw they him over back. the barricade and everything. I was like, okay, so they did everything logically right and it still didn't work. I was like, okay, that was my only point. And then I went, oh, I guess we're not getting House of Black winning the titles tonight. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I guess I was,
1: And then spot of maybe the night, yeah. was that that knee to the Meltzer driver? Oh my goodness! Look like they yes. killed Nick Jackson.
0: Yes, absolutely. No, but outside of that, I thought this match told a great story. I think the fans were with us in the sense of. The Elite being the first and then having that great series of matches helps establish what the trio's titles can mean. Yeah. But they're not meant to hold them for a super long amount of time. They're too valuable both in the regular tag and in singles Singles that you can't have them, I guess, siloed in this trios division yeah you know what i mean it was
1: yeah it's one of those things where they held it so it's like elevated exactly. but it's almost like exactly. they're too high for these titles at right. the same time exactly where it's like okay now we're gonna give it to house of black who aren't really doing a lot yeah so we're gonna give it to them and now they're gonna probably run with it for we like six set a months.
0: standard with the elite and it goes hey look we're gonna take our six best guys right okay we're gonna take death triangle and the elite and we're gonna go okay we're gonna throw a whole bunch of matches at you to establish Right the the work rate with these championships, yeah. the story and the importance of these championships. So then when we transition off of these, because the same thing with the death triangle, right? Pac is, is a valuable singles guy. The Lucha bros, right? Are probably going to be the new ring of honor tag champs in a little bit. Probably. Yeah. Um, you, it's hard to keep them together as a trio for a long periods of time, because now you're taking away two different acts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, house of black is one act. Yeah. They're, they're together. They are a group like that. So I dug it, and I thought it was the right decision all the way through.
1: Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. it was interesting. I thought it was, awesome.
0: was interesting. Kenny took the pin, though. I didn't
1: Did think, think that, that, that no I thought that was a little bit interesting. Like, eh, yeah, I thought right. like Matt would take the pin or yeah, something. Sure. But, yeah, sure. Yeah, It
0: was interesting. Yeah. Good for them, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I dig House, it. House I dig it.
1: And now going on to uh, Dynamite. Huh. Next, huh. Uh, this upcoming week. Oh, my God. This so, Dynamite's going to be something we, we have, may actually have to talk about depending on the results because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this upcoming <laughs> weekend, uh Jericho Appreciation side versus the Elite versus House of Black in a three-way the, they Who better knows? they better put extra cameramen out there. Yeah. I don't know how you're gonna catch everything. Yeah, like you have so many good mix of styles of <laughs> like oh. Jericho with Sammy with yeah. uh, is it Dale I, Garcia's yeah, Daniel Garcia is the third guy. Yeah, Daniel Garcia is the third one. So he's so, a technical. He's dude. a technical guy with the House yeah. of Black and the Elite already. That's gonna be just
0: off give me ball. a give me a situation where you got Jericho, Kenny, and Alistair or and Malachi. Malachi Black. Or Sorry, not yeah.
1: Black. Malachi Black in the ring all at the same time going at it.
0: Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Ta yeah, ta Fantastic.
1: Uh, Next up here, uh, a match I thought was good, but kind of like it was one of those came after a banger match, so the crowd wasn't really into it. Women's women's singles match here, Mm -hmm. the three-way. We had Jamie Hayter defeating Soraya and Ruby Soho. This match only went 10 minutes. Hated the finish. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know if you felt the same way. I thought Sarai actually got hurt at one point. Yeah. Because she was kind of just like laying out for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she might actually be hurt. Now, she just like got right back up and started beating up people. So she's not actually hurt. Right. But like. I don't know if, like, mid-match she like, got, like, a stinger or something. Because yeah. she was, like, laying out. And then the pin came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, it just felt like this wasn't supposed to be the plan. But, like, yeah, Sarai then, well, was out uh, of it. Yeah,
0: it was weird. And, I you know, they did the turn after the fact. Ruby Soho joins Tony Storm in, yeah. in Sarai, which is cool and all that good stuff. And I dig that. And you, I'm going to give you major props here um, for you. I'll give you a battle <laughs> hawk for that because... <laughs> That's my commandeering. It's like a sticker that says good job, but in okay. audio form. Um, you were sniffed out. You sniffed out female blood and guts way before I think a lot of others did. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely setting yeah, up they, for female blood and guts. Yeah. And I give you the props because I didn't really see that at the moment when it was just Sarai and Tony Sermon. I was like... I was like, how the hell, like, how are we getting to that, right? Yeah. But you were the ruby you, turn you really, it. It really yeah.
1: helps with the with the forward thinking. Yeah, like.
0: so you were definitely like locked in on that. So props to you. But yeah, this match is okay. Honestly, the biggest thing I took from this was Jamie Hater is over like Grover. Oh my that's, god, that's that's so the good. only thing I took from this whole match. And I love, and I, I'm going to go back to it. I love the fact that her and Britt Baker didn't split. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they No, went. I love
1: that they didn't sweat because, yeah. I mean, eventually... Yeah, if, if they she's champion for will. six more
0: months and they're like, okay, now we're going to finally get this match,
1: fine. If that's your... For your big show, yeah. that's your all-out main event or not yeah. main event, but like your all-out women's match John Baker, and Jamie Hader Yeah. and a nice long-term story. Yeah, but yeah, there we for go. Sure. I'm in. Right, yeah.
0: So I, I dig that. I'm excited for Women's Blood and Guts. I think they're going to try to push the level a little bit, I do which will be interesting. Um, I think
1: I think you can because I think the people in that match, like yeah. Britt Baker, yep. Jamie Hader, Ruby, they all push the envelope a little yep. bit. So talented I think performers
0: for sure. So I'll be interested to see kind of how that goes. And I'm I'm still waiting for the jade cargill stuff to come into play mm-hmm. i i feel like she's just kind of existing yeah. and she's the tbs champion and that's great but it's like okay when when are they finally gonna go all right now the time yeah you know what i mean so it's always kind of like in the back of my mind i'm like okay who's the next challenger gonna be who's yeah. that next Talk, person and,
1: all right yeah so talking about the next challenger yeah, yeah. so on this upcoming canadian show yep. they have she has the open challenge right a lot of people think it's uh Oh, it's going to be Ty, Ty Valkyrie. Valkyrie from yeah. Impact. Yeah. Which I think would be awesome. Oh, yeah. She might.
0: Uh, listen. Could she win? I was I, think a run. I, I was extremely disappointed with her run in WWE. Um, uh, I don't blame her at all. I think just because with Vince kind of on the brink of leaving and Triple H kind of being phased out and not being. Like, I think if, if she was here now, I think she'd be a main event level star for them yeah. in the women's division. Whether that's on NXT or in main, the main roster. roster. So don't fair. care. Uh, she's fantastic. So if they are able to land her, that's a huge, huge, because she's a person with a character who can talk Mm -hmm. and can work. You don't, I'm sorry for it's, it's hard to get that right. Like I think Ruby Soho is a very capable conformer. I don't think her promos are worth a damn. I don't get what Ruby Soho is. I get it. She's straight edge, but okay, great. Um, Ty Valkyrie coming in would be a huge, huge, huge addition. And she, she's officially done with impact. So we could see her debut. And I think that's fantastic.
1: Yep. Next up here we had the Texas Death Match. Yeah, another a, ma- another match where I didn't know the rules, but I just kind of went with yeah, it. Yeah, you
0: just kind of went. Uh, some some point, someone's gonna ring the bell, so yeah. I'll go with it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hangman Anna page beating John Moxley in 26 minutes gets a five stars. I
0: think I Meltzer's the getting rating. a little little lax in his star rating because like before too. it was like there's only been like 12 five stars ever, and like the last four years there's been like 30. Yeah. So it's like, uh, now, you know, it's like <laughs> come on, it's
1: like geez. yeah He's like, is uh, is uh, Kenny or Hangman in any of these? Right, Five yeah. star. Okay. Will Osprey? I mean, probably starts out at a four,
0: right? <laughs> you can't go down, you know. Can't like... go down from a four. Oh, anything WWE? All right, we'll start it at a two. Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> like, come on,
1: you know. Um. But yeah. No, this match is awesome. It's probably one of the best death matches on a mainstream yeah. thing I've ever seen.
0: I I really enjoyed the fact that they tried to be a little bit different, right? We get some barbed wire in there. We, yeah. we get the chain. Even, like, the brick stuff, which, you know, is hard to sell. You know, I thought they did yeah. a nice job of incorporating. Just some things that maybe you didn't necessarily see. And I think it's tough, too, when, you, you, when you're trying to kind of avoid, like, the steel chair shots to the head. Yeah. I think it makes every hardcore match. That much more difficult because that's like a staple. Like, okay, we hit you in the head. We go here. Like yeah. now you can't do that for good reason, mind you. But it's yeah. like, that's a focal point that you're kind of missing now. So we're like, all right, we got to set something yeah, else. We can do up. a curbs up to the
1: bricks to the head.
0: Right. No Which I thought head. was a phenomenal spot, by yeah. the way. That was really good. I The only issue, and, and this is kind of a theme for me a little bit with this show. And I think it's why maybe I was having, I didn't leave the show thinking, holy shit about it, I think. I didn't love the finish mm-hmm. of Moxley tapping. Yeah. I would have preferred, like, I dig the chain around the ring, doing mm-hmm. the whole, like, he's mm-hmm. hanging him type thing. That I get, and the visual, phenomenal. Yeah. I don't. I, the tapping, I thought, was weird well, I, for, so, the, for the
1: Moxley character. So the reason I was confused yeah. was they were doing the 10-count thing the yes! entire time, like it was last yes! man standing. Right. So then when he tapped and the match ended, I was like. So I we're thought- not pinning, but we're not. Yeah, like, I guess, weird. like, were the rules like like last man standing/slash submission, I or guess. like give up, like or you give just up. Gave up? But I was like, you could have just had him where he passed out to the chain, fell down, and they counted to 10. Yeah, or yeah. like he's out and he's just dangling
0: there, right? Like, yeah. you just have him or he's not on the floor, he's not standing on his own volition, yeah, and he just slowly goes away, and you're like, all right, that's yeah, he's fucking not it. standing yeah, anymore, exactly. so or he or ties his ass up, right? Yeah. And that visual of him just hanging there, yeah, right, not unconscious. That's a phenomenal image where you're like that shit that lives on. Where you're like, dude, Hangman had to literally hang a dude yeah. to win this match.
1: Yeah. So I yeah I I just didn't understand like yeah. the rules of it necessarily, but right. I thought the match was the awesome match
0: was great though. And I thought now contrary to the um, Jungle Boy match, I thought this was a match where you saw Hangman have to go another level. Yes. Yes. And have to like okay, I gotta. Dig deep here to to stop to to win this match. So that I thought was really well done. This is a great match.
1: Yeah, <laughs> talk about a not so great match. Oh boy. Next up, the match that literally does not matter anymore because three nope. days later it yep. changes hands. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow beats Smokey. Yep.
0: This is the worst match on the show by far. It's not close. Yes. Um, I we walked in. I already was like, I'm not excited for this. I don't think this is one of the, this is yeah. one of
1: the two. I was like, yeah. I, one of the three, like two and a half matches. I just didn't care for. Yeah.
0: Um. This match was not very good. Um, I didn't like how he went from immediately from choke out tap to choke out. I didn't like that at all. It didn't yeah. it didn't make it, sense. Wardlow
1: had like two or three cool spots yeah. where I was like, okay, this is why Wardlow's over is like doing the high, like like he did the yeah. jump to the top yeah. rope backflip. Yeah. yeah, he's triangle. an athletic like, freak. He's an athletic freak, which yeah. is like I was like, that's cool. Yeah. But they only did it like once or twice. The rest was just like hard hitting stuff.
0: Joe can't go the same way he used to. This isn't Joe from twenty 20- 10 or you know this isn't Joe early NXT even you know what I mean this isn't Joe of that so it's okay I I I didn't I didn't really dig it I didn't think the story at this point I think Wardlow's lost a lot of momentum Mm -hmm. from where he when he first won it and I don't think they capitalized on I don't think they were anticipating him to get that over as quickly as they as he did Um, I think he's lost some momentum I don't think enough people care about Samoa Joe anymore. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me, but I just feel like people are like, "Okay." I think, I
1: think the hard part for Wardlow, and I think he can blame MJF for it, yeah. is the whole MJF thing at that yeah. pay per view, that mm-hmm. double or nothing last right. year, or whatever.
0: Didn't get that moment. moment. Yeah, he
1: didn't yeah. get like that nice match and moment. He could, he just squashed MJF in the beginning of the show, and then people were like, "Okay." Yeah. Like, I think I think he was going to have a great match, have that moment where he beats MJF, and yeah. it's like, oh. Okay, now we're rolling, yeah, right? But like, because the match was so short, as a squash and everything, and everything. And they happened, tried; like... they
0: gave him the TNT title, right? Yeah, All right I off. I of just that. think
1: people were just like got so- like cold off of him.
0: Yeah, right, right. and because everybody knew it's like he's only winning this because of the backstage stuff. It's not necessarily because they believe. Okay, we can. I mean, ride we believe with in him. him. Exactly. It would
1: have been different if they walked into that match no backstage stuff, and then right. he beats MGF. It's like okay, they believe in this guy, right? Um, they just wanted to douse MJ. I don't the think sport. the feud
0: was very good. I think, honestly, based on what Darby was doing, I thought the TNT title was better. Just hanging with Darby because he was putting on some
1: phenomenal performances, um, and really busting his ass. Yeah, um, and I think that's one thing you can say for the international championship. I think it's called now, yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you can say what you want about Orange Cassidy, and the sh- and yeah. he was on this card in the next match we're gonna talk about. Yes, but. At least he's going out like every week or every other week, yeah, and he puts on really to, good yeah, matches. He's trying to put on a
0: show. Doing. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, and then obviously talking, you know, Wednesday, Hobbs, Beats, Wardlow. Yeah. Uh, with the help of QT Marshall, who then decided to get into a massive argument with Raj Geary from Wrestling Gang, go. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. No. Oh my God, <laughs> they're just going at it back and forth. It's like, okay, then this is yeah. aggressive. I think Hobbs is a
1: great person to have the title because I think he could be really good, and he's hot right now. Yeah,
0: I think Hobbs is a guy, and this is why I want the internet. And we're gonna get to this, but it's it's the reason why I've been so critical of their booking of the international championship up until now is because the TNT title is their television championship because it's changing hands so much, which is fine, and it's a it's a Launching pad for guys, yeah. totally understand that. And Hobbs is a guy that you're like, hey, let's let's give him a run, you know, let's see what happens. All good. Mm-hmm. That's why they need that secondary championship to mean something a little bit more than the TNT title, yeah. because then it's like, okay, you're you're you literally can see the steps. Okay, he was TNT champion, that he won the international title, yeah. and now he's ready. To and win I, the world and title. I do
1: think to their credit, yeah. Now the international championship's not. There yet, yeah, but I think with Poppy being the first one and what Orange is doing, yeah, now, absolutely. I think it's finally be like, yep. I think if the next guy who beats Orange is a Which relatively is be double J, baby, it, and it could it be sure, better be. But if it's a relatively big name guy, yeah, I think you really help plateau absolutely. that championship. No, nope,
0: I agree a thousand percent. I did, like even if it's not a
1: double J, if it was like like a hangman or something, yeah, like, anybody you know, like, really, like a yeah. relatively bigger name yeah. guy, it's like, okay, now he's got the title, yeah. if Moxley also,
0: wins it, and you go. Okay, former yeah, world champion, rolling. now yeah. he's held this. Okay, this title means yeah, a little Jericho
1: something. Jericho wins it or something. Right. Like, one of those guys need to win, it, I think, yep, next. So for sure. we'll see where they go with that. Uh, co-main event here, we had our AEW Tag Team 4-Way match.
0: Yeah, I think they did a good job, actually, of, of spreading this out. Because you couldn't go death match into the world title uh, match. No. Couldn't do it. Yeah,
1: they put two matches that people were not super high on, I think, yeah. going in. Um, my guess was 100% wrong, because there's not a world on earth that you could have told me that Orange Cassidy and... Danhausen, we're going to win that battle royal.
0: I didn't like that decision to do it. Anyway.
1: I did either. But like last week in our prediction, I said, oh, I'll just go with the extra yeah. team because it'll probably be like Death Triangle or something and maybe it'll give me a chance. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. So couldn't have been more wrong. You literally couldn't have predicted. It. They weren't even advertised. They, in the no, match, they weren't. We so went like, through the yeah. advertised people. Oh they just came out. So uh, the Guns beat, um, I forgot who they pinned. I think they pinned Danhausen. I think. Yeah, at the I think day. they did. Yeah. Um, but they beat the acclaimed. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and Danhausen Orange Cassidy. I thought
0: they, I thought Lethal and Jay had it. I, did I too. really did. I At thought one the point. stroke one, two. I was like, he's got it, yeah. and then he didn't, and I was like, son of a bitch. Yep. I was so pissed. Um, I think this four way was like fun, but not good.
1: No, it's the, I, the claim didn't
0: it. need to be there. No. Never once did the Acclaimed ever feel
1: like they had control. Yeah. Never once did I feel like the Acclaimed was going to win They also match. did the, the four-way that I just hate when only two people are in it. Yeah, just so like, out. Like, yes, like why power's Like I think the Acclaimed were in the match for like two minutes total.
0: Yeah, and it also makes them look stupid because, oh, we want our rematch for the tag titles now in, in a fatal yeah.
1: four-way. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, this match is yeah. yeah, so yeah, we hit two non-good ones to hit this main event, which, holy bananas, did not think this main event was going to be in this main event. I'm not going to lie to you. Whew. So we have this 60-minute, is it really 60 minutes, though, Iron Man 63 match? 63-minute. <laughs> 60, technically, 65-15-minute Iron Man match. Um, I, I mean, where do we start? Yeah. Um, I think the thing I was most shocked at yeah. going into this before we go through these falls and everything yeah. was the pace that they went at for most of this match. Mm-hmm. This gave me, like... Um, this was this was not John Cena Randy Orton Iron Man match. Let me tell you that it's not Kenny. O- it's like a, it's like if you put a right in between of Kenny O'Calla going sixty minutes yeah. and uh, John Cena Randy Orton going sixty minutes, they're like a nice in between. <laughs> We had 60 minutes, so you better put a rest hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there there were not a lot of rest holds. There were just a lot of they killed each other, so they laid there for three minutes, which is fine because they're tired and they killed each other for 20 minutes before that. Right. But going through some of these falls, also, one also interesting note was the idea that uh, there was no break in between falls. Yeah. Which, once that rule came out, everyone and their mom on Twitter was like, so MJF is going to get, like, four quick falls really quickly. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Which happened, but we'll get there.
0: And I brought that up, right? Remember we talked about this off arrows, was like, you know, they did the same kind of thing that Rick Rude and Ricky Steamboat did in WCW where Rude gets himself intentionally disqualified by doing a move yeah. and then immediately gets it back double yeah, the fold to BS. Yeah, so it's, it's like, yeah, yeah.
1: So to go through this a little bit, so uh, Danielson pins MJF with the running knee at the 25-minute, 24-second mark to go up 1-0. Yep. Then uh, about another minute or two later, MJF uh, low blows yep. Danielson – now, you know what's so funny about this? It's happened so quick. Yeah, no one even knew you got another fall. Like, I, I was watching it. I saw the pin, and yep. they were just laying there. I was like, okay, cool. I, like, turned to do something in my room. Yeah. Walked back over. It was 2-2. Yep. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, right. But so I had to go back. So he low blows him. To go down 2 0 because of disqualification. Right. But Bryan's basically dead after this low blow. Right. And MJF gets two straight pin falls, goes for a third, yep. and Brian and Brian kicks out at two, which yeah. I thought was funny. I was like, he's just going to get like five falls. Yeah. It's be really funny. <laughs> Seven, nine, so 12. At the, <laughs> tw- so at the 26 minute mark, it's 2 2. Yep. Then at the 40 minute, 28 second mark, MJF gets a pin on Brian Danielson. I don't remember exactly what it was. Sure. Next. It happens. Mm, yeah. And then at the. Uh, 49-minute, 19-second mark, Brian gets a forced submission on MJF. So, now it's 3-3. Yep. Match, the 60-minute portion of the match ends. Brian has him in the leg lock. Yeah. LeBell lock thing. I don't know. Some some kind of submission. (laughs) Has him there for literally like seven minutes. Yep. And clock hits zero. The second it hits zero, he does the tap out. So, he doesn't lose because it's after the time expires. Blah, 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 blah. Right. They're both laying there. I love... The doctors coming out and giving him the oxygen, and yeah. M. Jeff that was hysterical. Yeah,
0: cried. Tried to do a good job of selling the fact that the match was over.
1: Yeah, they sold the match was yeah. over. Everyone was booing out the building. Oh, yeah. um, Brian gets right back up. He's like, "I'm ready to keep going." Yeah. And M. Jeff is laying there with oxygen, just about dead. Yeah. Um, Tony Giovanni comes out. He's like, "Oh, no, Tony Khan no, no. gave me the word. We're yep. we're going to overtime because of right. course, sixty minutes is never enough. Let's go to more time." Yeah. <laughs> So the match didn't need to watch anything until right now. <laughs> yeah. So match. Yeah. Literally, we yeah. could we could skip the sixty minutes, basically. Yeah. So So match restarts, continues, yep. whatever you want to say. Bell rings, and then I would say the only time, and it's like that picture of like the guy sitting in his chair playing a video game, yep. and, and it has him like up. leaning up, like when yeah. like oh, you gotta make a stark comeback. So right. He sets up. Exactly. The only time I legitimately sat up even a little bit. Yeah. Was when Brian hit that running yep. knee and MJF was folded backwards yep. and he pinned him. I yep. was like, "Oh, he's gonna do it. This would be a tough kickout yeah. for him to do." Like right. just in general, that the way he was positioned mm-hmm. is a hard kickout. Then he kicked out. Then I was like, "Okay, MJF's just gonna win this yep. match because that was the only shot you would have had." Yeah. Um, the the one thing I was confused about, yep. Rob, as a wrestling historian here, okay. I was just confused on. So if you're in a wrestling match and you have the ropes. But you're tapping out, don't you still lose? No, he's got the ropes. Because I thought there were times where like rope you break. grab the rope and then people would tap and then they lose. That's no, a rope break. It's just like it's it, it any.
0: So if you tap, because I thought ropes, you had the
1: four. Like they give you the four count, but I thought if you tapped out within the four count, you would still lose. No,
0: because you're supposed to break the hold at that point. Okay. So the, the, the fork, you get a five count to break the hold because of the rope break. Okay. It's like, it's the same situation of, okay, well, my foot's underneath the rope, but mm-hmm. it's not on the rope, but it's underneath the rope yeah. outside of the ring. Yeah, That's yeah. technically a rope break.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I do know that yeah. one, but yeah, no. I don't know. Cause he grabbed it and he was tapping. Yeah. And then well, like,
0: no, well, the thing is, and he wasn't tapping because they, they tried to explain in commentary. It was, he was like firing himself. Like he was just in pain. So he's like, gosh, dang it. Oh, not a okay. tap, which yeah. is. Once again, a little bit confusing if you're not actually like listening to com- like if you're watching yeah. this on mute or something like that. See, I was watching mute, exactly. so that's so, why I was confused. Because yeah. he grabbed
1: the rope yes. and he was like tapping. It yeah. no. looked like he was smashing. Either the way rope. it
0: wouldn't have counted, but no, because they were like,
1: Oh, he's not tapping, he's just in a lot of pain. He's trying to you yeah. know, like I was just like, I was watching on mute and I was like, Oh, he just lost. And yeah. then like and then Brian got off and he was like celebrating for a second. I was like, Did they just really-? like I was like confused yeah. as a person who had it on mute. Yes. That I was confused on what was yeah. going on. But then I turned the sound on and they were trying to explain it. Right. So I was like, okay. Yep. Um, match ends with, uh, MJF getting the LeBow lock on, putting him in the submission and Brian taps out. Yeah. So, okay.
0: I thought they did a really nice job of pacing this. Yes. Um I left this. I I, I got to like the thirty five minute mark, and I went. This is why I don't really like Iron Man matches.
1: I don't like Iron Man I, matches. I don't. I, don't I like would them. say in terms of Iron Man matches, this is probably this one of good. the best. Oh yeah, this was very iterations. Good. Yeah, but it's like one of those like war games and stuff yeah, where you don't have to I watch it. Yeah. I just don't like the matches in general, like Last Correct. Man Standing. Yeah, just not a big fan of the match in general. They did
0: everything they could to keep you as Inve- engaged as yes. possible, yes. and so to that I give them credit. I am starting to get a little bit annoyed. And I thought they, I thought they tried to offset this a little bit, so I'm gonna give them credit here. With, okay, so he's gonna hit him with the diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Okay, doesn't get to do that, right? The referee sees the diamond ring, takes it out. Thought that was a nice touch. Yes. Okay, but he's gonna, he's gonna low blow, right? Okay, he's smarter than everybody. Okay, now he's gonna hit him with the oxygen tank. Now he's like, I just got to the point, and I text you. I go, if he cheats to win, I'm gonna be a little bit bummed mm-hmm. because you've, you've done so much goodwill here. Mm -hmm. In this match, I don't want it to end in some funky-ass fashion where it's like, well, he escaped. He's going to escape regardless because that's the character. Mm -hmm. But you, at some point, have to give him enough legitimacy to beat the guy. Yeah,
1: I would say, though, that I don't think this one I felt like he... Cheated necessarily. Because after he hit him with the action yeah. tank, there was still another like two or three minutes and Brian yeah. got offense in. Right. I was like, once you get it's like when they throw like an NFL, if they mm-hmm. throw a flag yeah and you think it ruins your team, but then you get the chance with the ball again. Yeah. It's like that flag kind of doesn't matter nearly as much. <laughs> it like matters yeah because of the time it happens, right. but also like if you have a chance with the ball and then still lose, yeah. you can't like blame like he hits him with the action tank, yeah. but then Brian like hits him with another running knee before the submission comes. Yeah. So it's like he had, like, he was, like, fully aware and knew what was happening yeah. before. So I don't blame I don't think there was any real outside yeah. thing that, like, impacted I just don't ending. want
0: the spot, the big spots for every MJF title defense going forward mm-hmm. to be what weapon did he use to yeah. almost win, and then the kickout, and mm-hmm. then he beats him five
1: seconds later. Yeah.
0: The other thing I thought was weird is the the, the tap out. Yeah.
1: So something I did like. So yeah. I will say yeah. I'm glad that we're doing this a week later yeah. because – so they did a thing on Dynamite. Yep. I don't know if you saw yep. the Brian promo. Yep.
0: I did. Yeah, um, going like, home and all that shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: I like the the way they just, like he went through like his internal monologue of why he tapped. Yeah, I think makes makes it a lot less like because yeah. the whole story because you know yeah. AEW doesn't do any stories; they just wrestle. Apparently, yeah. is like like you're you're never like you're selfish. And you're never home with your kids, and you right. don't care. You just want to win championships or whatever. Right, right. So he was like. Brian basically said, he was like, yeah, I was sitting in that hole, and I could have stayed there for a while, but then I lost feeling in my arms, and I started thinking about my kids and blah, 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 and so that's why I tapped and I was like, you know what? I like that for the the store like the ending yeah. of the story. Right. So I actually didn't mind it after I saw the Dynamite promo. I was yeah. like, you know what? I don't mind the ending as much. The second it happened, I was like, dude, Brian taps out again. Uh, like, what that, are we doing? Yeah, not
0: only like that, it, tap outs are anticlimactic as hell. Yeah. The three count adds something, right? Because mm-hmm. people are with it. They're like, the one, yeah. the two. It kind of came three. out of
1: like nowhere because it kind of yes. happened quickly. Everyone's
0: kinda. like, okay, he's going to counter here. We're going to
1: blup, 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 blup.
0: And then we're going to go home. Um. Yeah, and it was weird because, man, talk about a rough night for Blackpool Combat Club. The yeah. two toughest sons of bitches both tap at, at yeah. different points in the night. I just thought it was kind of like a weird, kind of like a, oh, he won. Yeah, moment. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, well, it
1: I think the ultimate pro that comes out of this though, yeah. is the. Well, I guess I'm going home. If he goes home to Ring of Honor,
0: yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I listen. I'm far because I've seen these results, of these TV tapings, and they're not good. Yeah, so let's <laughs> well, get something in there. I don't watch a single they're episode. they doing some of yet, these but... advertisements for some of these people, and I go, I don't know who the hell these people are. Yeah, let's all go right. away for the pay per view. But that's yeah, fine. Exactly right for but people yeah. that we don't know. It's fine. It's like we watch NXT. It's cool. Um,
1: <laughs> but at least NXT, at least it's showing. They're like trying. I know some people. They're on trying. The show. They're trying. Uh, yeah. Overall,
0: though, yeah, I thought they did. Literally, I took away two things. I said, number one, I went, They tried everything they could to keep you as engaged for 60 minutes as they possibly could. Yes. And number two, I walked away saying, if I never see another 60-minute Ironman match, I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Those are the two things I took away from it. You know, MJF yeah. going in, and I think, too, and we might And here's talk the thing about-
1: is, there's a difference if... This if they had a one on one match and the match goes an hour, right? Comparatively, correct. To correct, we're going to go an hour right. no matter what, exactly. Because like the Kenny Okada one, right. it's okay. We have a sixty minute time limit, right? But, no, the, one for, go but no one thinks you're yeah. going to go. 60. But no one thinks that you're going to draw at the sixty minutes, right? But then you go at the seat and you're like, oh wow, that was awesome. Yeah, you go. When oh you, my god,
0: they're still going. When you yeah. tell
1: everyone, hey, we're this match is one thousand percent going sixty minutes, right? The first fifty minutes don't matter.
0: Exactly, right? And it's 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 really 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 tough. Um, yes. And so for yeah, like I said, you know, like I said, this show as a whole, I really enjoyed the show, right? I, I did. I really liked it. I thought there was a couple of managers who like, eh, this is not the not the greatest. Yeah. I think they are in a weird spot organizationally mm-hmm. right now with trying to kind of recalibrate. They just get the Bucks and Kenny back, right? Okay, now they're spinning off. Moxley's been in and out, right? We're trying to figure out what the hell to do with the with the Blackpool Combat Club, because I don't think they were expecting Regal to leave. Um you know, I think they had more legs with him and MGF together that they can't do now. Yeah. I think they're still trying to kinda work their way through a little bit, you 100%. know, to set some stuff up for the summer. Um, so I'm interested to kind of see where they go. I'm very interested to see who the hell the next challenge is gonna be. Is it gonna be Adam Page right away? Are they Yeah, gonna, my my you know, initial
1: thought was either hangman? Or like a Darby Allin or something. Yeah, that's fine. You know, and that. Because I, I heard the. Because MGF started going nuts on Brett Baker on Twitter the other day on stuff. And I was like, Cole would be cool, but Cole's got to be like all out. Because he can't just come right back. He'd be one of those guys where. Because his first match is going to be at their all access show thing yep. at the mm-hmm. end of March. Yep. I'm like, you're not going to be able to sell me Adam Cole and MJF in two months well, after not that, he's been dead for. Yeah, for a and year. not even
0: that. It go, once again, I'm not a fan. And this is why I think another reason why I don't think this, this is. I feel like this would have been more impactful if MJF was already been champion for six months. Mm-hmm. And then we had this match because I think it's like, okay, he beats Brian. That's like his first test. The first test is always supposed to be a test where you go, okay, well, he's not going to lose it here. Right. It's like yeah. when Brian won the top WrestleMania 30, who was he faced the next show? Kane. Okay. Well, he's not, obviously he's going to beat Kane. Yeah. Right. He breaks his neck and then, yeah, exactly. The right. Won. Um, but he's gonna beat Kane, yeah, yeah. and then we okay. Now we set something up for Summerslam, right? Now we're yeah. gonna tease. Okay, now he's gonna face Cena again, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you face a big dog like Brian coming right out of the gates. It's like okay, who are you gonna have next? Because now if you have Darby, no offense to Darby, that's a step down.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, uh, to me, I, I think Darby oh. would be like a TV show.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. a I, Challenger. Like,
1: yeah. I think the next pay per view challenger would probably be Hangman.
0: Yeah and I'm cool with that right cuz you've established cuz Heyman's the world right.
1: previous world champion and he right. established that yeah. and then you and then maybe you run into Cole at like all out or something
0: yeah like cole that. needs to be a long build if they're ever going to go to that because and that would be a long build because he's going to be, yeah, well, gonna be such build. a baby face coming out you have to give him some wins yeah. like big wins which is why
1: i think if you go from the Unlike end Jay of march they'll never give a win to ever again no yeah. who needs wins for that guy uh <laughs> end of end of march have him have a good match at double or nothing against someone. Yeah. And then you roll from double or nothing, give him a four month program with MGF, I think would be awesome. Yeah, I'd be fine with that.
0: So- um, real quick, as we kind of shift away here, um, AEW's got a new championship, kind of. They're transitioning from the All-Atlantic yeah. to the International yeah, Championship. you
1: can blame Shazam if you want, because they a partner dude, with Shazam. Dude, that
0: promo and then, was so awkward. I was like, what is happening? You yeah, said
1: the same thing like four
0: times in a row. I know. He was so nervous. I was like, bro, what the hell? You own the company. Um, someone couldn't have written this down for you. Yeah. Um, uh, so thoughts on the, t- on the name change. Do you care? At Not all? at all. Okay.
1: Same exact thing. So yeah,
0: i um, interested for sure. Hope double J gets it. Cause that would just make my life so happy. I would just love it. I don't care if it's for one week. I don't care. Just say that he did it. I think it'd be hilarious. Um, the other thing, the other big news coming out of, uh, out of this Wednesday, right. Is aW is probably going to get another show on a Saturday, Saturday. I think the time slot was
1: at six or seven.
0: Yeah, six oh five seems 605. about
1: right. Six oh five that was that was a very exact time
0: for it Yeah. Show. well because that's what it used to be on TBS yeah. for the NWA. It was six oh five. That's uh, that's the thing. Yeah, um I don't understand why. I don't
1: either.
0: Another hour show doesn't help you at all. all. On just a just Saturday at six Rampage, then, Rampage sucks. Rampage is not good. They're not getting viewers there. Number one, because it's too late. Number one. Number two, it's on Friday. And you have an established... Smackdown is different. I'm sorry. It's on Fox. It's it's two different animals. Also, one hour is not long enough to do anything of any sort of real merit. And number three, it's on a Friday night. So now we're going to go Saturday evening. Guess what I'm doing on Saturdays at 6 o'clock? Not staying home to watch oblivion or whatever they're gonna call it i don't know i'm just yeah, trying the, to make uh, names
1: i think it's oh uh, no it's they have a trademark for it i sure just what it was
0: um i'm at the dinner i'm i'm doing something uh-huh. right it's gonna die it's gonna die why not just if you're gonna do it move rampage two hours
1: that's why i thought they would
0: move do. rampage two hours and move it to thursday move dynamite to Monday. go head to head and then move that to thursday uh,
1: yeah sure that's what they should I mean, do. I like, I like the Wednesday Dynamites.
0: Fine. Move it to another. Move it to Monday. Move it to Tuesday. Move it to whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But do something because you can't... You're at a point now where it's like Rampage... I I, I don't watch Rampage. Do you watch Rampage?
1: No. no okay. Unless they have, like, good match Yeah, unless you it. announce it, like, ahead of time.
0: Okay, we're going to get FTR versus well, like Bros. They, Okay.
1: Because I see the TV taping the next day. Right. Or the results or whatever. I'll look at them. And if they have, like... The Elite versus someone on it. I'm like, all right, I'll tune it. Like, they did Elite versus A.R. Fox and Top Flight yeah. a couple weeks ago. I was like, I watched that when I opened the show. I watched that. But, yeah. like, I don't watch the entire show by any means. Right. No. So I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. More than anything. I don't know. It's a weird. Yeah. I agree. I think they should just get another hour to Rampage or something. But, yeah. you know.
0: Just make it a full-on thing. Because even if you're going 10 to midnight, that's fine. But at least I'm getting two hours and you're like, we have yeah. a cohesive Or if you're doing a third show, show, it's like,
1: why didn't you make that the Ring of Honor show? <laughs> no shit. Yes, like agreed. even if it was Saturday at six o'clock, but it was ring of honor time. Right. Exactly. Like, it might, it might entice more people. Yeah. Cause it's, like, different. It's, it's different. different people, it's different or
0: people or I'll record it, watch it later. Make yeah. sure. Blah blah blah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. All right. You had something though, Mike, yes. that you wanted to go over. I'll let you kind of present it and set the stage here.
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, shout out to the FTRs of the world. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even say, Oh they, yeah. They came back. Hey, Revolution. by the way,
0: FTRs back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I meant to bring that up and then we just get to yeah. skip over because the tag match sucks. Yeah. But yeah, FTR came out and they're back. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, anyway, so FTR, do, 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 do. I love their theme. I love it. The way, it's yeah. so awesome. Um, FTR came out with, uh, Dax Harward specifically yep. did a March Madness style tag team bracket. So there are 64 teams in this bracket. Um, Got to really dig through the Rolodex there. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, it's, like, tag teams from, like, all, like, yeah. literally ever. Like, when I say literally ever, there are people from, like, the 40s and 50s on here. Like, <laughs> literally ever. Um, and yeah, the Crusher and the,
0: the Bruiser.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he came out with the 64-team tournament. The only team that's considered, they didn't put themselves on it. Right. Because they didn't want to be, like, that yeah. guy to put well, themselves well, on it. Which I think is fair, like, but also, like, come on, dude. You, you guys have done quite a bit in the tag yeah. realm. Uh, I got to refine it now, but, uh, give me a second. But yeah, so there's 64 teams. I don't know a lot of the teams. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, a lot of them, like I know the current teams and stuff, but I don't, I'm not familiar with a lot of the teams. Mm -hmm. So I thought it would be fun to have Rob.
0: See how many teams he knows.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Does Rob know any of these teams also? And then I was going to have Rob fill this black bracket out on his personal oh boy. ranking of it. So let me, uh, while I try to find this bracket again, yeah. let me... Uh, so for the
0: So this was on his podcast, right? This is yeah, where so he kind he of did, stood he, out there? Yeah, so
1: he filled it out on his podcast. Gotcha, He okay. didn't fill it out on his podcast, yeah. but he released the brackets here. Yeah, so,
0: that's cool. Um, yeah, so if you guys want to take a look at that... Um, yeah, so if you want to look at yeah, it, it's, it's on his... It's uh, FTR with Dex, Cash or whatever, Dax yeah, Harwood. Um,
1: yeah, FTR with Dax Harwood is where the... Brackets. I
0: think you can probably watch it. I think it's free on YouTube. I know I'm, so, I'm signed up for the ad-free shows patreon um but i don't get that so i think it's right now i think it's like they're trying to get it going on youtube and get some more following and some more traction so if you guys are interested in that go ahead and look at that while mike's looking that up though too um i do want to bring up as well right the um you know, that we do have some merchandise out there. I'm going to do us a little bit of shilling while Mike's bringing this up, okay. but um, we do have some merchandise out there. Please go to imoyesratepc.com. Right, you can find the links to our merchandise, both our current logo and our old vintage logo as well. So make sure you guys go take a look at that. We also still are having a partnership with Swift Lifestyles and their energy drink products. You can get gummies, you can get shirts, uh, you can get uh blender bottle stuff like the shakers. You can get uh, some energy drink powder. That's really good stuff. Um, you get 15% off just using our code ALWAYS, right? All one word, all capital letters. So, guys, go ahead and go there. We really appreciate the support. Um, and obviously, yes, we are still getting to football. Um, you got it ready? I swear,
1: yeah, swear to God we're getting to football. Yeah, we're getting to
0: football. Time. We're 45 minutes in, but you're getting the money's worth today. Yes.
1: Um, we don't yeah, get AEW
0: pay-per-views very often, so we got to go in-depth when we yeah. actually get them.
1: All right, yeah, I am ready. We're okay. going to do our best to make sure this works. All okay. Right. so uh, to start off, No, do you want me to tell you the seeds, or do you want me to just tell you the teams? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's not like it's like, oh, they're just 16. How could they be a 16 seed? Yeah. It doesn't really. All right, one seed versus 16 seed. First one, Hardy Boys versus The Bar. Oh, The Hardys. Yeah, come on. Okay. Some of these are going to be really easy. They are The Bar, but they're not The Bar. All right. (laughs) Eight, nine seed. We got, uh, let's see, Bachwinkle and Stevens. Okay, yep. Versus Hall and Ash.
0: Oh. Wow, that's already a kick in the giblets right off the top. Wow, Nick Bockwinkel and Ray Stevens
1: Yeah. for those historians. If you need, yeah, if you need are, me to ever give yeah. you stuff, no, no. I know you probably know most yeah. of these, but if you never – Yeah, from the that.
0: AWA, our um, Hall and Nash. Wow, that is really, really difficult to start off here, but i got to make decisions because we're going to be here for four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go – I'm going to say – Nick Bockwinkle and Ray Stevens. They had really long runs as AWA tag team champions in the 70s. Um, Hall and Nash, while they were a good tag team in WCW, they were always kind of singles guys. They just happened to be a tag team. You know what I mean? Like, I never think of Hall and Nash. I think of them as a group with the NWO. I'm not like, man, they had some great tag matches, Mm
1: -hmm. you know. All right, four thirteen. the Funks or the Nasty Boys? Oh, the Funks, by far. Yeah, sorry. I mean...
0: One of the few select groups of brothers who are both NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Come on. Okay. 512,
1: New Day or Los Gringos Locos?
0: Wow, Los Gringos Locos. Oh boy, that's a tough one. The
1: 512 upset here or?
0: Who was the f- was New Day? New Day. Five, yeah, probably New Day. I don't, Los Gringos Locos weren't around long enough, although they were really over in uh, CMLL and AAA. Eddie Guerrero and Art Barr. All
1: right, 215, Hart Foundation Smoking Guns. Okay, come on, Heart Foundation.
0: Smoking Guns wishes get out of here. Love Billy Gunn, but no, come on. That's a two. Heart Foundation was a two seed. How dare you? How dare you?
1: All right, seven ten. The Briscoe brothers or the Shield. Briscoes.
0: Which Briscoes
1: brothers? Not Which? not. Uh...
0: Not not Jay and not Jay the okay. other ones. Oh, still the Briscoes though. Okay, yeah,
1: I they do have the the Jay and Marks. So, okay, oh, they're they're a six seed in a different okay. section yeah. of the so, bracket. Yes, the, the other Briscoe brothers.
0: Yes, that the, still them though. Okay, still them. Yeah, I forgot that that For one more, also.
1: Yeah, messed yeah. me up a
0: little bit. Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Uh, Jack Briscoe, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Jerry Briscoe, former NWA Light Heavyweight Champion. Both NWA Tag Champs at multiple times. They're definitely the team. Oh.
1: Steiners or the Fantastics?
0: Steiners. Steiners were impactful all over. WWF Champions, IWGP, WCW. They kind of ran the gamut all the way through. Yeah. Impactful.
1: Six versus 11, Brody and Hansen or Beer Money?
0: Oh, Brody and Hansen or Beer Money. Wow, that's a tough one um Brody and Hanson not known together on the on the you know state side that's just all Japan stuff for the most part um I'm gonna pull the upside let's go beer money I, I love beer money beer money had a long run and basically saved both those guys careers yeah. if they weren't in TNA and say they were in WCW if WCW still existed or their WWE I think people will be talking about beer money still to this day
1: mm-hmm. all right that's block a okay all right cool all right, So we'll hit block. We're going to go block A, B, C, D, and then okay. go back and go to the seven sure. files. Okay. All right. So uh, block B, Rock and Roll Express or Eminem?
0: Rock and Roll Express. Eminem Wishes.
1: That was a 116. So yeah, 116. I would hope so. All right. 8-9. Wild Samoans or American Wolves? Wild Samoans. Wild Samoans. Okay. I was
0: never a huge American Wolf fan.
1: All right, four thirteen. Yep. Anderson slash Minnesota wrecking crew, wrecking crew. Yeah, or the world's greatest tag team. Um,
0: see, here's the thing. So Minnesota wrecking crew is this Gene and Oli or Arn and Oli? Um, world's greatest tag. I'm gonna still put the Andersons in though. Okay. Either way, even if it's all three, it doesn't really matter. I mean, Arn and Tully. I mean, Arn and Oli. Shit.
1: All right, five twelve. Young Bucks or Soul Patrol. Young Bucks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like hoping you would say yeah. that. But no. I was like, I don't, I don't no. know. Maybe you just have a weird <laughs> love for <this laughs> the Southern <laughs> No. All right. 215. British Bulldogs or the Hollywood Blondes? Wow. They got the
0: Blondes out of 15 seed, huh? Wow. That's tough. It's still the Bulldogs, but that's unfortunate because Pillman and Steve, it's probably because of their longevity, they weren't together super long, mm-hmm. but Pillman and Steve are great.
1: All right. 710. The Rockers or Kings of Wrestling?
0: I'm going to I'm gonna pull an upside here. I'm going to say Kings of Wrestling. I'm sorry. While the Rockers had good runs in the AWA and in Continental, um, and they were a good tag team in the WWE, they didn't do anything in the WWE. They never got that push like that. Kings of Wrestling were like the team for a long time in Ring of Honor and Shakara. Okay. So I love Chris Hero and Claudio together. Okay.
1: 314, the Assassins or Gallows and Anderson?
0: Oh, wow, that's a tough one too. Um I'm gonna say the assassins, but I don't. I don't love it. gals and Anderson did a lot together. They, I mean, really good runs together.
1: Assassin, and then six eleven miracle violence connection or Mudo and Haas.
0: Ugh, I don't like either one of these teams. All that great. What is it again? Who is it again? Six eleven yeah.
1: miracle violence connection or Mudo and Haas. Eh, I'll do violence connection, but I don't love it. All right, that is block
0: B. Spoiler, one of those two teams. is gonna,
1: That team's going to lose in the next one, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, heading over to block C. Okay. All right, Legion of Doom or LAX, Santina and Ortiz? Oh, Legion of Doom. You can't. I mean, <laughs> it's a Legion of Doom. It's a one sixty. <laughs> the, so, I mean, ro- the Road Warriors.
0: Not- I mean, no offense, Santina and Ortiz. I love you, but yikes.
1: Okay, 8-9, Lucha Bros, DX. DX of Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Oh, Lucha Bros. The DX wasn't a tag team. I, I want to clarify because they yeah. have a new. No, no, no I, right. I appreciate
0: you clarifying because that. No, I'm, I'm sorry, but I WWE did this list of top fifty, and DX was like in like the top twenty five. It was in the top fifty at all, and I go they weren't a tag team. Yep.
1: Four thirteen, demolition or red dragon.
0: <sighs> wow. All right, that's tough. Demolition gets it, but red dragon. Has a freaking resume! My mm. goodness, I love Red Dragon, but I mean,
1: demolition is demolition. All right, five twelve, Usos or the Blackjacks?
0: Usos. And that's that. I, I say that with conviction, but the Blackjacks are legit, but it, the Usos are probably are literally up at the like the top three of all time. <laughs> Two fifteen, Arn and Tully or the Quebecers? Arn and Tully. Oh my god, okay. Quebecers' wish. Stupid Mountie. Totally. PCO was part of the Quebecers. Fun fact, in case you didn't know that. Pierre, Pierre, Carl, Ule,
1: seven, ten, Motor City Machine Guns, or the fabulous Freebirds.
0: Oh boy, that's tough. Oh boy. Um, wow, that's really, really difficult. Um, screw up. Let's say the guns. Why not? Okay. They just won the GCW Tag Titles, by the way. Still okay. kicking. Still yeah. kicking. I love it. All right, three fourteen, the
1: fabulous kangaroos or the golden lovers, kangaroos. Kangaroo, sweet name, right? Yeah, <laughs> love it. Six eleven, <611, laughs> Briscoes. Okay, so this is Jay mm-hmm. and Mark. You okay, versus Steamboat and Youngblood.
0: Briscoes, Steamboat and Youngblood had a really had a really good run in the NWA against uh, Sergeant Slaughter and. Uh, Oh, what's his partner name? He just passed away a couple years ago. But anyway, long story short, they weren't a tag team long enough. Only only a couple years. Briscoe is, I mean, they're literally the foundation of a whole company. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Literally. Uh, All right, so that was uh, Block C. Okay. So we are entering Block D, the last block before we go back through all these things. So, one sixteen, We got Midnight Express or Doom?
0: Midnight Express. Doom low-key, though, man. They held the tells for a long time at WCW. Ron Simmons and uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting. I'm blanking on the other name, but right. keep going.
1: Eight nine, the Valiant Brothers or the Eliminators?
0: Valiant Brothers. Yeah. Eliminators Gosh. were good though, too. Though John Cronos and Perry. That was your
1: easiest eight nine that you've done so far. Yeah. Uh, Four thirteen, Holy Demon Army or the Bushwhackers?
0: Bushwhackers, absolutely. Love the Bushwhackers, man. They had a really good run in Memphis, where they were like legit hardcore guys that no one even knows about half the time.
1: Five twelve, Edge and Christian or Money Incorporated.
0: Ooh, money Inc.'s tough, but Edging Christian love it. love money ink. That's Ted DiBiase and Erwin Arshiester.
1: Uh, yeah. uh two fifteen, Dudley Boys or Koloffs slash Russians.
0: Dudleys. Okay. Koloffs would be like Ivan Koloff, Crusher Khrushchev, and Nikita Koloff. Great run, but I mean, the it's the Dudleys.
1: <laughs> Seven ten, Harlem Heat are the fabulous ones.
0: <sighs> I'm gonna give it to Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat and the Steiners are like 1A, 1B, like greatest WCW tag team ever.
1: 314, Patterson and Stevens or The Addiction? Oh, Patterson and Stevens.
0: I don't really think The Addiction warrants being on this list at all. No, no, no offense to Christopher Daniels and Kazaria, but like, like of all the resumes you go, The Addiction? like. <laughs> mm.
1: And then that's why they were 14. Yeah. So they they shouldn't me.
0: even have been on. They should have been the first four out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 611, last one year, New Age Outlaws or Donis and Burnock.
0: Wow, Adonis and Murdoch were so good in the early eighties. Great view with the US Express, but don't go new age outlaws.
1: Okay. All right. So as we enter this next round, yep. how do you how are you feeling about this? Uh I feel
0: I feel good. I had a couple upsets in there, right? Yep. I didn't I just didn't go all favorites. Yeah, you, did you didn't know? have
1: Bushwackers of the thirteen. Yep. You had uh I, I mean, I didn't write down all yeah, of them. Yeah, but, no, you, but did like, a, you did mean, have a you know, couple. Like upsets. I try, I tried to. I mean, realistically, in the March Madness bracket, you, there's like two or three upsets. The rest yeah. are basically favorites. You like, like know, I didn't, I minutes, didn't do so. any
0: sixteens over ones or anything crazy. Yeah. You know, and I think, I, I think for the most part, I went with. And I know it felt like I, I felt like a minute there. I kept going with like the older team of the two, yeah. but like at the same time, I go some of these teams are still working. But also, you kind of have to put into perspective that they, they may not have just been in the WWE, yeah, right? Yeah, so exactly. that there's an that important distinction.
1: Yeah. Alright, going back to block A. Okay. Second round. Okay. We got uh Hardy Boys and Bushwinkle and Stevens. Uh Hardy's over Bachwinkle and Stevens. Okay. Yeah. Alright, we got more impactful as a team. We got the Funks or the New Day? New Day. We got the Hart Foundation or the Briscoe Brothers? Hart Foundation. We got the Steiner brothers or beer money.
0: Steiner's. All right,
1: that's your block A. That's your there final you four in
0: the block A. Day. All right, ooh, that'll be a tough one. That'll be fun.
1: Block B, rock and roll or the wild Samoans.
0: Oh boy, rock and roll express, but that's tough. Samoans were dominant. Did they get credit for just spawning the rest of these guys? Half of these guys. <laughs> Basically,
1: <laughs> that's yeah. right. All right, rock and roll.
0: They brought us the, they Brought us the. They brought <laughs> us everybody else. The Rock. <laughs> Basically, everybody.
1: Roman, The Usos, Rikishi, Yokozuna. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Andersons or The Young Bucks.
0: Ooh boy. I'm going to go Bucks, and people are going to be like, you're such a recency biased guy. But, I mean, come on. I mean, the, the longevity. They've held every tag title ever yep. that they can. British Bulldogs or The
1: Kings of Wrestling? Bulldogs. The Assassins or I wrote violence. I got to double check. Is that, is I'll go right? The Assassins. Yeah, Miracle Violence Connection. Yeah. Assassins? Yeah. Okay. I I bet that team will not last very long after this, but no. we'll see. We'll no. see. We don't know. All right, Block C. Legion of Doom or the Lucha Brothers?
0: Legion of Doom or Lucha Brothers? Mm-hmm. Legion of Doom. That's hard for the Miracle Violence Connection, though, because, I, mean, mm-hmm. so, I mean, Terry Gordy and Bam Bam were so... I mean, Terry Gordy and Dr. Dusty Williams were really good, but, it, it,
1: yeah. Uh, the Usos are Arn and Tully.
0: Uso's. That's a very that's that's very difficult though. Arn and Tully are like the team. Oh, that's tough. But ugh, I got to stick by with what I've said though. Uso's are on a next
1: level. Let's see. God, it's so
0: difficult. <laughs> that's
1: tough. Oh, so wait. Oh, sorry, I messed this up. Okay. All right. Wait, demolition or the Uso's? Okay, that's a little bit easier. I'm gonna go Uso's. Okay. Demolition,
0: you know, former longest-reigning tag team champions of all time, had a couple really solid runs, but the Usos' longevity and their current run that they are on right now, they're the longest-reigning champs ever. Mm-hmm. Th-
1: that can't be understated. All right, and then this one is Arn and Tully or City Machine Guns. Oh, Arn and Tully then. Okay. Yeah, I skipped a team. Yeah, Arn and Tully, I mean, out. my goodness. And then we got uh, the Fabulous Kangaroos or the Briscoes. I'm
0: going to say Briscoes.
1: No recency bias. Okay. Well, yeah. No kidding. Okay. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> Come right? Come on, <laughs> I like,
0: just for me, it just goes into the fact that like the Briscoe is literally like our team where they could have left and went elsewhere. They just didn't. Mm-hmm. And they've done a lot of stuff. I mean, IWGP tag champs, Ring of Honor tag champs, House of Glory champs, like GCW. Like, they've got a lot of stuff that people don't even realize they have accolades to. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's tough. All
1: right. Block D, Midnight Express or the Valiant Brothers? Midnight Express. The Bushwhackers or Edge and Christian? Edge and Christian. Sorry, the Miracle Run ends there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one round in. Yeah. All right, the Dudleys or Harlem Heat?
0: Oh, boy. That's really difficult, actually. Um,
1: I'm going to say the Dudleys. Okay. Uh, Okay. You're going to say the Dudleys? Yeah, Dudleys, yeah. Harlem Heat drew a rough rough time there. (laughs) And then we got Patterson and Stevens and New Age Outlaws.
0: Patterson and Stevens.
1: Okay. All right, we are in the Sweet 16.
0: Officially. All right. This is tough. That was even a tough one. I, I I made my decision very quickly. The problem with the New Age Outlaws is they didn't never had a run where like they were champions for like eight months and they were like, oh, they're the they were just part of DX and they were funny and they were over and mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? It's tough. Patterson right. and Stevens were like All right. oh. Black
1: A Final Four. Hard- Hardy's versus New Day. <sighs> wow.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Mm, who would you take in this one? You know I both would, these teams, so oh yeah, can, I
1: would say New Day. I would prefer New I would I would lean yeah. New Day slightly.
0: I think that's kinda where I'm at. I would say New Day as well. Okay.
1: That's that's, that's to, the first one seed that goes down. Hardy's <sighs> uh Heart Foundation or the Steiners? Heart Foundation. All right, we'll just stay here. So New Day or Hout Foundation win the A block.
0: Oh god, this is tough. <laughs>
1: Do I take in the Bret Hart bias? Or, I <laughs> <laughs> or, do or do I bias I not, right? Right? I know. I know. It's, is it's tough.
0: I know. I suck. Um, probably the New Day. They yeah. saved – it literally saved the careers of all three men. Yeah. And they've all went out and spun out. I mean, Kofi's won the world title. Big E's won the world title. I mean, no. Numb Nuts won the King of the Ring, so I guess that's something. But, you know, <laughs> like, I, I just think that overall – I mean, the Hart Foundation – They were together for a good length of time, had two runs with the titles at at a time where the tag division was probably at its peak, but at one point they did leave. The New Day has been together for 10 years. Yeah. You know, so I think you got to give them the nod there.
1: All right. So New Day wins block A. Kills me a little bit, but it's fine. Block B, we got Rock and Roll versus the Young Bucks.
0: Rock and Roll Express or the Young Bucks. Wow. That's really tough. I, I don't know. It's difficult for me because it's like the the Young Bucks are uh, an incarnation of the Rock and Roll Express yeah, in so many ways. Yeah. So it's 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 difficult for me. I'm gonna say the Young Bucks though. I think they did it. They've done it at a higher level okay. than the Rock and Rolls did and when it comes to like TV popularity. I, like the Rock and Roll Express never did anything on WWE television.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The the Bucks have made their own company and have like maintained right, and they've done it everywhere. So I'm gonna give the nod to the Bucks. Right.
1: British Bulldogs or the Assassins? Bulldogs. Bulldogs were phenomenal. All right, so the round out the Black B, Young Bucks or British Bulldogs? Wow.
0: Man, this is going to be all recent teams in this
1: damn thing. I can already feel it.
0: But I got well, to give it to the Bucks.
1: You're deep black our old team.
0: Okay, I got to give it to the Bucks. I think that's fair. I mean, I love the British Bulldogs, but you can't discount what the Bucks have done. Mm-hmm. You just can't. They've done. They've won world champions everywhere they've been. They've been an overact. They've been babyface. They've been heel. They've done everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Block C, Legion of Doom, or the Usos? Usos.
0: Legion of Doom are, are iconic. The Usos are better in I ring. I
1: love how all your one seeds have been demolished in the Sweet Sixteen. By the yeah. way, it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, Arn and Tully or the Briscoes?
0: Arn and Tully. All
1: right. So to round out the C block, Usos versus Ardentoli. Oh
0: God, it's so difficult. I'm going to say Usos. I'm sorry. I know this is like super recency (laughs) bias. I get it. But like these teams have, the problem is, is that like we went through a period where like there was no good tag teams except for like two. Mm -hmm. It just happens to be the new day and the Usos Usos or the young bucks. Right. Like there's just teams where you're like, they're never going to split. Like that, the Roiks can come back and pivot and be the champions, and you go, Yeah, that's a believable team that's over, that has a good work rate, and the gimmick works. And people aren't tired of seeing them. People mm-hmm. don't boo
1: the new day because, like, oh god, we're done with it. They're still over. Yep. And then Black D, you got the Midnight Express versus Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, Midnight Express. Midnight yep. Express. Sorry. The one the one seed still lives. Yes. Yep. And then we got the Dudleys versus Patterson and Stevens. Dudleys. And then Midnight Express versus the Dudleys. I'm
0: gonna say Dudleys.
1: Dudleys, okay. Yeah.
0: Dudleys right. Dudleys are the first team ever to hold the three major championships mm. at one. You know what I mean? Like they did it. So
1: all right, so we will do block A versus block B here. So okay. New Day versus Young Bucks. Bucks, Bucks over New Day. Yep, and then Usos Dudley's Usos. So Bucks versus Usos. Usos. All right. Usos. I think the
0: I listen. I, you Usos can't. Guys. Yep. I think the Usos are the best tag team. I do. I think it's tough. I think that's a that was a tough there was some matchups in there where you're like, Oh man, if yeah. you would have just moved them elsewhere, I think they could have made it a lot farther.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I guess I guess the last question before we move on is yeah. if F T R is in there, how far do you think <sighs> knowing, knowing the seating and everything? Yeah. Where, where do you think F T R is? Pretty far. Knows? I
0: mean you, you kinda gotta put them on that same level of kind of where the bucks were, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. They haven't been together long enough. I think to eclipse the new day or the Usos, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. I think they've like the Dudleys, the Dudleys are tough for me because the Dudleys held literally every championship. Right. But I think that there are times where the Dudleys split up or they weren't necessarily the most featured act or they just kind of were there. I mean, the Usos have been on top a lot longer. I think the new day has been one of the hottest acts ever. I I think it's just tough. And I think the young bucks, they never split up. They're never going to split up. They're just together. You know, so I think it's I think it's difficult. You know, mm-hmm.
1: that was tough. That was fun, though. That was a lot of fun. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah, as you f- could tell, I do like none of those.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see any of those teams. Miz and Miz, John and, C- Cena? Miz and John Cena for that one night wasn't on there. It's crap. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Let's shift focus here a little bit here. Let's shift. Let's go to the gridiron. We got free agency frenzy. Preview coming up here, Mike, um, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's get into it. Um, let's just start right on the top. Let's talk this Aaron Rodgers drama. Okay. Number one, I'm looking at my phone, no alerts yet. Okay. So he's not a New York jet yet.
1: No.
0: Thoughts on, on Rod? I mean, are we going under the assumption that he's going to be a New York jet?
1: Uh, pretty much like I'm like at
0: like a 90, 10 right now. Like, you talked with him. The Here's Packers what, president was like I would well, is, I mean, we'd prefer if he left.
1: <laughs> what I would say is a hundred percent chance he's not a Packer next okay. year. Okay. Whether that's he retires Does that, does that or-
0: make you excited that he's finally out of this damn NFC North and has stopped haunting my dreams, even though we kicked his ass the last two games and we haven't he hasn't beat us in a year and a half. Thoughts on Rodgers just leaving the Packers as a whole? I mean, that's that's pretty big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. Outside of Brady leaving. Um, and he's not going to retire, by the way, because he's too big of an ego maniac. So if Brady stays retired, then Brady's going to go in on that ballot whenever eight years from now. Yeah, Rodgers isn't going to play second fiddle again. That's true,
1: yeah. Him and JJ both going in the same year, exactly. him and Brady. So there you go. See? You, don't, you don't want that. Right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think he retired. I think he's just going to be a jet at yeah. the end of the day. But uh, we're just going to wait. Are
0: you surprised game. that more teams aren't in on him? Because no. right now it's the only team that's even like talked to him that we have any reports on, like any indication that he's talked to anybody else besides the Jets. Not
1: really, because I don't think there's another team that is like. Like, are you surprised oh. the Niners haven't at least broached the topic? I mean, I bet they probably thought about it, but at the same time, like, I think I don't think there's another team that. Is like in that quarterback needy situation that yeah. wants to talk to him outside of the Jets, right? That's ready to win. That's like ready to win. Like right. I think the Niners are like, listen, if we had Brock Purdy, right, we could probably have made it to and the I think Super he's Bowl. Going to be in their starter, and mm. he might. Yeah, I mean, he might miss like, the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, whatever. I'm talking about like long term. Like, like yeah. legitimately, might be their starter for like long term. Yeah, or Trey Lance when he comes back, he might still be the guy. Who yeah. knows? Like who knows? Right. Um. But there's not really another team out there outside maybe like a Washington or something mm-hmm. that's like you know, maybe a quarterback away from being really competitive. Right. I think right. a lot of teams are like, we need a lot or we don't want to pay a quarterback fifty billion dollars. Right. So the Jets are in that sweet spot where it's like, listen, we had Zach Wilson and won nine games. Right.
0: They almost made the playoffs with Zach Wilson and Mike White.
1: Yeah. So like if you have Aaron Rodgers just being fine, right. Good, right. The competent, right. You probably released a playoff team. Right.
0: Yeah, you hire Nathaniel Hackett, right? Hackett's his guy. Yeah. So there's no real issue offensively, like the, the terminology and the lingo. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to probably have final say over every play possible. Yeah, um, It just seems like the fit. Isn't it crazy that he's following in Favre's footsteps a little bit, though? Isn't that it's wild? Like exactly That's so farves. weird to me. If he comes back to Minnesota, though, I'm going to be
1: pissed. It'll be a little weird. It's going to be like script writing. <laughs> <I
0: know. laughs> it's not rigged, I swear. Yeah. Um, that's fine. He'll, I mean, so you I, think he's going to be a Jet, though? I do think you think he's going to be a Jet.
1: I don't think he's going to be a Packer. So okay. whatever that leads you to believe is whatever.
0: So what do you think the what do you think the trade looks like compensation wise? I don't think they get a first round pick. I don't think so either. I think the highest they get is a second. I think they I mean, the it. Jets have started moving some money around. I think the Packers are going to have to eat some of that money. Yes. Too, um, and I think something's going to have to be worked out. But I think right now it's just kind of like the Packers have kind of made it low key, like we don't want you anymore. Yes. Go away, please.
1: Please thank you. Yeah, which I thought was wild because they went into his last five games. Yeah, and they were like almost dedica- made the playoffs. Yeah, dedicated yeah. with Aaron Rodgers there, and it's like you know you could have just tried out Jordan Love for five games. Yeah, when you
0: don't. were four and six or whatever out yeah. of it, so you yeah. probably should have just at that point went.
1: Maybe the season's lost,
0: and maybe we just try this out and see what we yeah. have.
1: Because if you if you found out Jordan Love sucks in those five games. Now you're like, okay, maybe we try training up for a court or trying to do something, to make a move. But Correct. Now you're- knowing
0: my luck, though, they're gonna suck so bad next year, and then they're gonna be like top two, and they're gonna take Caleb Williams, and then make my life a living hell all over again. So that's what kind of what happens to me. Um, but it is, is, I don't it's, think they'll be that. They're bad. not gonna be that bad. now. they they tried to keep too many people already. They you know they brought back Preston Smith and Devondre Campbell. They're like the
1: they're like the Seattle area where like they're trying to still be relatively competitive with like. Yeah this weird roster. Oh, because the NFC
0: sucks. This is the perfect time for teams that aren't great to make a run. Like the lions have a window. Yeah. It's crazy to think about, but they do. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the lions, somehow, some way they are the Vegas betting odds to land. Mr. Lamar Jackson, Mm -hmm. the seventh. I don't know. Um, A, I don't understand why. B, I don't think it's happening. See, if it does happen, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, God. So let's set the stage, right? It's yeah, a stage. non-exclusive tag. Mm-hmm. $34 million is what it's going to cost. If he, and he can go negotiate with anybody, mm-hmm. Baltimore has the opportunity to match. Mm-hmm. If they decide not to, that team gives away two first-round picks. Now, I understand from an outside perspective, if you don't watch Detroit Lions games, you're like, oh, he's got Jared Goff. Jared Goff can't be that good. Not knowing that he's probably a top 10 quarterback last year. And you're thinking is, okay, he's going to bring Lamar in, right? They have multiple first round picks this year so they can give away 18. And next year, they still have a first round pick at six this year. They've got draft capital, blah, 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 blah. They could do it if, if they didn't work out another deal, mm-hmm. right? At the same time, it goes against everything that this Lions regime has been about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything. To, to hot rocket, you know, like, okay, we're going to quote-unquote upgrade at quarterback, technically, maybe. I don't really know if that's even the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and give away assets to get Lamar and then pay him a whole bunch of guaranteed money. Yeah. Thoughts on anything I just said. Because, I, it, because from a Baltimore perspective, I think this is really smart. Mm-hmm. Because it goes, hey, listen, go out. Go get that whatever contract you think you can get not from us. And if you do, great, maybe we'll have a conversation. But if you don't, then we can say, I told you so. No one's going to give you $60 million a year guaranteed, fully guaranteed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No one's going to do it.
1: Uh, so my thought on Lamar yeah. is, is twofold. Okay. First part is... While I don't necessarily I've come on and I don't necessarily think Jared Goff in clutch time situation in a playoff setting, yep. I would be very confident him going in yep. like three minutes left, fourth quarter, great, I have Jared Goff to go lead me down the field. Doesn't necessarily like make Ring, me feel really confident. bringing yeah, a bunch of confidence, yeah. Lamar don't doesn't worry, make... Don't worry, we're just gonna be up. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, we're just gonna be up by forty, doesn't matter.
1: That's
0: La- what happens in Madden?
1: Yeah. Lamar doesn't also bring me that confidence. No, either. not at all. I have not seen the propensity as a number one seed Baltimore Raven team lose to a six seed Tennessee Titan team a couple years ago. Yeah. What is he one and
0: two in the playoffs? This yeah, and he right beat now? Tennessee yeah. the year after that. Yep.
1: So Lamar doesn't bring me that level of confidence at the position either. Right. If you're talking about a few other players, yeah, maybe we could yeah. have that discussion. But Lamar specifically doesn't bring me that. And secondly, I think this conversation would be different if, say, the Lions averaged, like, 22 points a game. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, you – and you were, like, 11th in offense. And it's like, okay, but Lamar could mm-hmm. maybe get you to, like, top five in offense. Mm-hmm. With Jared Goff at quarterback, they were, like, number two. Yeah. Or three. They were mm-hmm. top three easily mm-hmm. in points per game and offensive yards and everything. Yeah. Lamar's not going to be like, Oh, here's 10 more points. Right. It's a 36. You're not right. averaging 50 with Lamar out there. Right.
0: So, and let's really put this in perspective too. Over the last, say year and a half, two years, you, I mean, I'm going to be honest here. You're looking at Lamar's numbers when he's on the field, which hasn't been very often. He hasn't played much. The numbers aren't good. They're not very good. Jared Goff has looked like a better quarterback over the last year and a half than, than Lamar Jackson has. Mm-hmm. And, if we're being like completely blunt about everything, right? Jared Goff. And the last half of the year, when your running game went to shit, your passing game carried you and you went eight and two. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that reality of the situation. Lamar Jackson still, I, I am firm believer is not a good thrower of the football. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to be in this offense. You have guys, right? Like how do you expect to take use JMO, all that assets you'd up to get JMO. If he can't hit the deep ball, Yeah. Now I think he'd be more successful here than say in Baltimore, just based on the fact that our offensive line's better. I think you have better receivers. Right. And I think your run game is probably roughly the same. Yeah. I think he'd be more successful in that sense.
1: Well, but, yeah, and, you know, and the thing about him not throwing well is I, I don't know if I can accurately say that because I think when Rashad Bateman's your number one. No, that's what, that's what was, I'm saying. Like, that's what it's I'm saying. Like one of those, yeah. like, I like right. when he has Mark Andrews in the game, yeah. he actually throws really well because yeah. Mark Andrews is also pretty open all the time. Yeah. But, um, and with, like, Amon Ra and Jameson and, yeah. you know, whoever's your other guy, yeah. like Josh Reynolds or whatever, I do think offensively he would show that he can throw a lot better yeah. with guys getting open, actually. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I just... So
0: you're not... So if if I had to put this to you, you're Brad Holmes, right? Are you making this... Are you trying to make this deal? No, I wouldn't try at all. Okay. I don't think, personally, I don't think they're getting two ones anyway. I think what would wind up happening is he gets an agreement with somebody, they decide not to match, but instead they give him the tag and it's a sign-and-trade type deal, like the NBA, where it's like, hey, we're going... You can... We're going to agree to this, but we're going to apply the tag, have you sign the tag, right? Or we're going to take the tag off, right? And then trade you... And then blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. However that works. Um, I just think, it, why do you think that the lion, is it just simply because everyone thinks that we've got, and they do, they've got pretty good draft capital. That's why everyone's pointing to Detroit as that team. Mm-hmm. And because everyone's just like, they hear the name, Jared Goff, and they immediately go on oh, now.
1: Yeah. It's just not. I mean, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. And I watch the team every yeah. week, and I go, Cherikovs is gross. But And that's the thing.
0: He's not sexy. No. He's not a sexy player. He's not he's, somebody who's really like, holy I, shit. And I
1: think the 49ers actually probably feel the same way about Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. Where, like, the whole league goes, Garoppolo. Uh-huh. But they're like, Garoppolo goes out. We got throws, to the NFC title game, yeah, We're the one SC game, game guy, away. Yeah, throws two touchdowns, no picks, 150 yards, and and we built the team. to win. And We win. built the team to win. And like I think, like they feel the exact same way as we feel when we say golf. It's like it's not fun, no, but it works,
0: right? Exactly. And if the Lions win the division this year,
1: yeah,
0: no one's gonna be bitching about Jared Goff. Nah, you know what I mean. I think it's a, it's one of those things where it's fun in Madden to think about. Oh, I'm gonna trade for Lamar Jackson, yeah. and that's fun. But in reality, you go, you don't understand that, okay, if you're going to give this cat $60 million every year guaranteed or whatever the case is, and to try to match this Deshaun Watson albatross of a contract, I don't think it's going to happen. I think he goes back to Baltimore at the end of the day because I think Baltimore wants to keep him. Mm -hmm. I just don't think they want to give him a fully guaranteed deal. And I think he's been that's all it is. I do. I think that's really what it is where it's like. And I, now I don't, and maybe I'm wrong now because they've been doing this for two years. So maybe now it's more like the hurt feelings where it's like, well, screw you. Yeah. But if you're Baltimore and you go, look, dude, you haven't played in two years. You're several years removed from your MVP season. And we want to keep you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we can't, you're, you're, no one else is going to give you that deal. No, nobody else is going to give you a fully guaranteed deal. And if somebody does, I'm going to be interested. Mm-hmm. Is there a team for you? That you're realistically looking at to say, okay, if it's not Baltimore, where for him?
1: I mean, there's there's like amplitude of teams that I mean, everyone's talking about
0: Atlanta as a team that's yeah. desperate enough to go screw it. Arthur Blank just wants to get people in the seats uh-huh. and just go out there because you only have Desmond Ritter at quarterback.
1: I mean, I mean, like if he threw out like the Miami's, right. the Raiders.
0: The uh, Washington. I think it's where The Raiders are like, well, we're not going to got to grab a bridge quarterback, and then mm. you get the reports they're in on Garoppolo. I go, do they not know what the definition of a bridge quarterback? Is?
1: They must not. <laughs> um, I would say like the Bucks. Yeah. Realistic. I know. I just saw a report in.
0: that they're in on Baker Mayfield, which I was like, wow, you're going from Brady to Baker Mayfield. Holy <laughs> shit! That's <laughs> no, they're a, like
1: the same level of talent. Rob, I don't know if you knew. Uh, Maybe now at Brady at 65. Yeah, but there's not. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a couple of teams I think could do it would want to do it. I don't, I I don't know. That's i am I'm, I'm just fascinated by this whole
0: thing. Um, other real thing I want to, I want to kind of ask you about And because we don't really have a ton of news yet when it comes to free agents and where people are going, all that stuff. We'll talk about that next week, but the Jamal Williams stuff, I think it's important to kind of hit on here before we talk some draft stuff. Um, There's reports that the Lions and him have had conversations, right? There's mutual interest in coming back, but there's also teams like Buffalo, the Jets, Cincinnati, that are also apparently heavily interested in Jamal Williams' services. Where are you with Jamal Williams in the aggressiveness that the Lions need to have to get him back? Uh, We talked a little bit this off air. I kind of made a point. I don't want to pay Jamal Williams $6 million a year to come back. Yeah. And I think Jamal Williams, I would hope, would understand the Lions side of it and go, we can't do that.
1: Yeah. See, I, I just in general don't enjoy the whole paying running back idea. Right. Like you could, let's, right. Derek Henry. He um, may be getting traded, which I think Tennessee's like, so yeah, we're just going to it. Up. I don't think I'd pay Derek Henry, Saquon Barkley. It's like, right. do you, I'm like, I don't think I'd pay any of these guys because mm-hmm. I think you can get a Brees Hall that does the same amount of work for $2, $2 million cap hit. Yeah. So, yep. um, you. Yeah, I mean anything north of a lot of money for Jamal Williams, I'd say a hard pass. Yeah, because um, you can just replenish. I think
0: I honestly, if he spot. if he came back at a two year, three and a half, four million dollar hit, yeah. I think that's something that's a little more palatable. Um, he doesn't have a lot of tread, right? Obviously, but the problem is, it's like you look at his numbers historically, like over his career, it's like okay, 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 yeah. bam, right, and it's like. Are you going to get that? Is he really a thousand yard rusher year mm-hmm. in and year out? Is that really what he is? Takes, I'm not going to take it to touchdowns because, I mean, at one point, how many one-yard touchdowns can you uh, get? Yeah, I think
1: he had like 13 one-yard right. touchdowns. Right, but
0: like outside of that, right? So let's say his touchdown's going half. Say he's got seven mm-hmm. on the year. Is he really a thousand-yard rusher for you, though? Is he really a thousand Probably yards a year in and year out? I don't think he is. For morale purposes, culture-wise, he's the perfect fit for this team, 100%. Yes. You told me tomorrow they bring him back at three and a half to $4 million a year. I go, okay, fair mm-hmm. enough, done, sold. Anything over that, though, I think you start getting in a situation where it's like, okay, well, what are you paying for? Mm-hmm. What are you getting out of this? Because even if you're decided already, we're probably not bringing Swift back after next year, you're still drafting somebody. Yeah. So, you know, it just doesn't make a lot of sense same thing with taking b john robinson in the first round probably doesn't make a ton of sense uh well, that I, makes
1: more sense than paying jamal williams a lot of money like, i'm not in the first round uh, 18 yeah, i mean man, I don't know about like that. here's the thing is would you rather pay jamal williams seven million dollars or draft b john robinson well 80? i guess if those are my only two options i guess i'm taking Bijan. yeah exactly so I mean. <laughs> like the, those are the two options i wouldn't want to do either one but if it was like would you rather this or this? Yeah. I'm taking it. I'd honestly 18.
0: rather if, if, if Jamal came back at three and a half, but there's incentives where, Hey, listen, you rush over a thousand yards and we win the division, right? You get an extra 500 grand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. You know, I am fascinated by what the lions are going to do in free agency, because mm-hmm. it's a situation where it's like, they've been in on guys like John Johnson or Marcus Williams, or, you know, even Alan Robinson, they were talking to a minute there. Thank God they avoided that bullet. Um, but they just haven't been able to close that deal, right? They haven't. Re- they have yet to make a huge signing mm-hmm. since Brad Holmes has been here. Really, the Romeo Aquara one, which I think was fair. It's just you can't help if he blows the Achilles. What can you do? But he hasn't really made that long term commitment yet to anybody mm-hmm. outside of really a Frank Ragnow, you know, like outside of the team coming in. Yeah. So I am fascinated to see coming off of nine and eight. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Are you are are we going hard in the paint here? And now I'm not saying go ahead and spend a
1: gajillion dollars like Jacksonville did last year. Mm-hmm. But or we're gonna be playing a Jokic defense, not getting anybody involved.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Hard in the paint. All right. Good lord. Um
0: <laughs> they need somebody though. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Now there's talks that they may be in on the Jalen Ramsey stuff. Darius Slay apparently mm-hmm. now wants to trade it's for available. some weird reason. I don't really know why. Um you know, so some people are... You know, he's 31, Darius Slay is.
1: That Isn't that sense. crazy? got drafted in, like, 2014. I so. know, but
0: it just feels like you're, like, 31, 32. Yikes. Um, is there a guy... And I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, so I apologize now. But is there a guy that, that you've heard rumor... You follow all the same stuff I do. Mm-hmm. From a rumor perspective or just somebody you know is going to be a, a free agent, mm-hmm. that, like, if you had your pick of the litter one guy that they could go get for this Lions team, offense or defense, I don't care. If you say OBJ, I may smack you, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Is there a guy that you'd be like, man, if they get this one guy, anything else after that, cool, I'm glad, I'll am glad i be happy because they got this guy.
1: Yeah. I would be a big fan if they got... Tom Brady out of retirement. I agree 100%. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tremaine Edmonds. Really? he probably be the guy. I like
0: really? The yeah. See, I, I am, I'm tough on that because I just worry that he's that prototypical. Okay, I had a big year, in my contract year, mm-hmm. so we pay him a whole bunch. Well, of money. he was
1: really good the year before that too. Yeah, that's why. So yeah. that's why that's I think true. he's consistently good. Yeah, like yeah. him or Levante David, I think yeah. would both be like really good. Yeah. I just want a linebacker because there's not really a lot of good high value linebackers this yep. year in the draft. Agreed. So I think getting a linebacker because I was like, okay, we could get. Tyree Wilson in the draft. Or we can get Christian Gonzalez in the draft. Mm-hmm. It's not really like that linebacker that I'm like, oh, we can grab him right. in the draft. Right, right, right. right. Where we're Except picking. for that Clemson cat. Uh, for Yeah, Trenton Simpson. Yeah.
0: So... But not at six,
1: but yeah, not at six, and yeah. you have to wait to eight. now. he would probably be there at eighteen, 80. but it's like, do you like if you're taking an edge, you probably have to take the corner at eighteen. So like, listen, you if have Al to spot Davis is still
0: alive, Raiders would be taking him at seven. He'd look at that forty that's, time. That's and
1: he, true. He, yeah. He,
0: Darius Hayward Bay, baby. He's like oh four three. He's mine. Everyone yeah. goes. Who the hell is Darius Hayward Bay? First round pick. Unbelievable. Um.
1: Yes, but yeah, I would say like, Tremaine Edwards. Okay.
0: Okay. I can. He's, I like. The, I like the positional group. You he's, know, he's
1: the good. He's the go to. Yeah, he's the go to for you. Uh huh.
0: I'm interested. I, I I hope that they take a couple big swings. I really do. I
1: would hope so. Now's the damn
0: time. Rodgers is leaving. Just wait Minnesota's till I, letting everybody go. Yeah,
1: wait till we get Alex Hanseloni here again.
0: Listen, and I don't even mind that. I don't really. Yeah. But not at 4 or $5 million a year, though. Yeah. I can pay Levante David that for two yeah. years. Yes. You know what I mean? So That'd that be fine. All right, let's shift focus here. Let's get to it. Your favorite time for both yours and mine. You know what time it is. Everybody in their car every single time hates me now because they're like,
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> they, you tell them what's coming. I do. I did. I yeah, did.
0: Lie, I did. Know. And it's not that much louder than our actual intro, but it just sounds it because it's just like aggressive in your face. Kind of, you know, the way Mike Merkel lives his life.
1: Is that how I live my life? <laughs> No. <laughs> not even I a just, just suddenly take shots at people on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I do. Yeah, exactly. like, shout out Dylan Brooks. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. I, actually, what an I, actual I saw, legend. I saw that. I like that one. I think I thought that was I funny. had to
1: do research on that one.
0: You're like, hold on, before I make this. I was example, like, before, let me, let me yeah, I'm like, like, if he actually
1: averages like 30, I got to like take I,
0: I was a little snarky on Twitter yesterday, too, because uh, Damian Sandow, mm-hmm. right? He works for the NWA now. No, and he sorry. he made a tweet where he was like, there's too many titles in wrestling. Everybody thinks they're like participation trophy. I go, and I comment, I go, meanwhile, the NWA, the company you work for, is introducing a women's television title. So now they will have a women's world title, tag titles, and a television championship. And I go, you have six women on your roster that no one's ever heard of. Your own company is doing that. Maybe you should <laughs> tell your own company to stop doing that shit. Like, yeah. Come
1: on. Come on.
0: Tyrus is your world champion. He, just he, run that he's out He's just
1: jealous he's in that AEW right now. I think he's booking for the NWA too. That's the other thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know. What a legend.
0: Sure. Why not? It's a missed opportunity.
1: He was good for like four seconds. Listen. He was really funny when he would come out and Miz dispute now? the knowledge. No, when oh, he'd dispute the yeah. knowledge.
0: I admit, I I still think he could have been world champion, but, you know,
1: it's fine. You want money in the bank? So does so is everybody.
0: Hey, come on now.
1: Oh, hey, uh Otis won money in the bank.
0: It's COVID. Doesn't count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what back that Guitar won his.
0: It doesn't count either. Can't in front of fans, nope. doesn't matter. Yep, hard pass. All
1: right. It's his only championship. Doesn't matter. Good God. He's gonna be intercontinental champion after
0: WrestleMania. Maybe. I think they're gonna give it to Seamus actually. I just do but fun. it's fine.
1: Sure, anyway. Anyway, so back to it. Do I, to, do I need we're to do the intro again? <laughs> yeah, we might need to do the intro again. All right, we either have a one-rounder or a maybe three-rounder. Uh, let's just do one. We've already been here for an hour and a half. All right, we're going back to the CBS Sports then. Okay. All right.
0: Who's Pete Prisco?
1: Josh Edwards, okay. two hours ago. It's a one-minute read, which okay. I don't believe at all. But
0: well, because okay. you just scroll down to your team and go, oh, that's stupid, and then you leave. <laughs>
1: It's uh, not that hard, Mike. Let's see here. It doesn't look like there are trades, but if there is a trade, my bad. Okay. That's what I'll say.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's, let's, okay. Keep going.
1: All right. So number one, the, ba- <coughs> oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, something in my throat. Cause yeah. bears aren't picking number one
0: anymore. No, they are not.
1: They are officially picking nine and Carolina was like, here's our entire draft for the next four years. We want number one.
0: So let's let's go over the compensation, right? Because we now have it, right? So we've got Carolina trades number nine overall this year, number sixty-one overall, which is technically a late second, right?
1: Yes, yeah, sixty-four would be the end. So. Okay.
0: Um, a first round pick in twenty twenty four, a second round pick in twenty twenty-five, and wide receiver DJ Moore. All going to the Bears in exchange. For the number one overall pick. Yikes. Um, thoughts on this trade?
1: If you want to know what happened in the draft room, or, no, sorry, in the trade room when they were discussing this trade, mm-hmm. if you just watched draft day, it was literally <laughs> Kevin Costner making this trade is what was happening. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's all I got to say. That's just watch, if you just watch the movie, you just, that's exactly how the trade went down.
0: well my picks back.
1: I want all my, of them. I want David Putney, too. Why
0: I want David Putney because I feel like, like it. it,
1: but you just gotta change David Putney for T.J. Yeah, T.J. Moore because I'll
0: feel like it. Yeah, I want your number one receiver and leave you with nobody left to throw the ball to you for that quarterback that you're gonna trade up to draft. Yeah, that's a, I, that's I, I just, kill the kid.
1: So I'm, gonna get, I'm once, gonna get until they get until they trade for like DeAndre Hopkins or like yeah, get right. Odell or something. That's right. like, oh okay, then yeah, that makes yeah
0: sense right. It. Um, so Carolina makes the trade presumably for the C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Thoughts on? I mean. I think this is a coup for Chicago. I think mm-hmm. Chicago did a great job here getting yes, getting I, value here. Yeah. DJ Moore coming in with with now with him and uh, Numbnuts from uh, Pittsburgh. They just got uh, Chase Claypool. Yeah. You know you've got Darnell Mooney still there. You're really trying to set up fields for success.
1: Yes, you're doing everything you can yeah, to get right. some success. So
0: all that things considered, and I think you were spot on in them trading down to nine. And probably looking an offensive line, mm, right? Yes. When we were talking earlier, yes. so I, I could see that happening because their offensive line is booty butthole. Um, so great move by great move by the Bears. I think um, you can thank Lovey Smith for falling ass backwards into a win in Houston, being like, "What the hell?" Um,
1: yeah. and
0: Carolina, you're taking a. Well, I'm assuming you're taking a quarterback.
1: It's to take Will Anderson, or with, something, which would be funny,
0: you know, with no weapons. to – Throw two and yep. no picks to get them. Awesome, cool. Sounds about right.
1: Like, I I'm sorry, that. I'm
0: sorry, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud.
1: All right, so number one. So instead of the Chicago Bears picking this, um, actually, uh, a funny team called Carolina.
0: Yep, and they're going to take CJ Stroud. and He's going to go. Nobody's faster than everybody else on the field. So I don't know who to throw. <laughs> <laughs>
1: CJ Stroud is the pick, and that's exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. he goes. I don't have Marvin Harrison oh, next year, next year. Maybe we'll be, oh, we'll be number one next year. Oh, wait, we won't have the pick because <laughs> <guy. laughs> we traded <it> for me. <laughs> Literally, if you're the quarterback, you go, don't take me. Yeah. I would not want to go to Carolina. Even with Frank Reich there, you know, you're hoping something. Yes.
1: Yucky. Unless, unless next week at Free agent we come in, they go, all right, so they just signed blah, 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 they blah, blah. They signed
0: DJ Chark to a three-year, $45 million deal, and everybody goes, no one was
1: paying DJ Chark that kind of money. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, yeah, Carolina picks C.J. Shroud. Yeah. which would be fun. Sure. Cool. Number two, Houston, then, is like, thank Houston's God. Houston's like, Bryce. slap hands, slap
0: hands, slap hands, slap hands. Yeah, we'll we got, got Bracer.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Arizona at three, they're like, hey, we like uh, interior defensive players, so let's take Jalen Carter.
0: Yeah, makes sense. You think Carter falls? How far do you think Carter falls?
1: Not very far.
0: Tom McShay had his mock where like he fell to like 12 or something like that. I I was like, no way. I'm going to be honest with you. I've kind of gone to the point where if he's there at six, you need to take him.
1: Okay. We we got there in a week. Yeah, Yeah, we we got,
0: got, I I was, well, cause I was like, man, with everything else, you know, and I know they're so risk averse, but it's like, damn it. Like you have the momentum, like you have the culture here. As long as he's not going to jail and he's not a douche, like bring him in and sit him down with Aiden and those guys and be like, listen, bro. No. We're trying to win a damn championship here.
1: Number four. Now, number four is very interesting. Yeah. You guys think about this on the Colts. way here. The Colts. Yeah. So they're, they in this they take Will Levis quarterback. Right.
0: But, they, we just got the report too that they said they're not going to make this drastic move to try to get in position to take to take, the take a court. guy. Yeah.
1: But if you're sitting here and you're like, um, especially if so, if like God forbid the Raiders jump and they trade with like Arizona and they're sitting there. You're telling me right I now can that only like, fucking hope. Yeah, I can only. But like, hope. you're telling me at number four, you would rather take the fourth quarterback over off the board than take like Will Anderson. This
0: is what I've been saying, man. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to some of the spots, right? Like if you're the Lions, right? Say Will Anderson goes. Say Seattle takes uh Tyree Wilson, right? But they really like Miles. Bur- you're really gonna take the third best dn or best pass rusher no you're gonna take something else right yeah. that's why I now i don't love corner at six but i can see why that's they would do it gonna right
1: because it's, it's your number one corner. exactly
0: on so it's tough um i agree with you though i think it's very difficult the problem is is that you know and i love the comment sean payton made no one's ever upset after draft day right because yeah. they always got their guy um i think with this quarterback class i think it's really tough Because I think you could, I think depending on what you're looking for, you could maybe think that Will Levis is your top guy on your board.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing: like if if the Colts had Will Levis as their top guy and he was there, then he takes them. Right. Obviously, it's your own board. So like our boards are like he's third. Their boards, it's first. So it's good for them. I
0: think they're very similar in the Chargers situation they were a few years ago, where Herbert kind of just they were just like we're going to stand pat. We know Burrow's going one. Yep. We know it's, okay, either two or Herbert's going to go at some point to Miami, and then, and then, and then we're we going to take him at six, or whatever they were. Yes. And we're good with either guy. Yeah, And I don't think anybody is all that upset in Los Angeles right now they have Justin Herbert. So I think that's kind of probably where the Colts are. I think the only way it backfires is if – okay, say they're like, all right, listen, we know we're not getting Stroud, we know we're not getting Bryce Young, and we're not going to give up assets to move, because now you can't, basically. Yeah. There's no way. Houston's not going to yeah. trade and down.
1: My thing is, if I was the Colts, or, like, coach, GM, whatever, yeah. I would make a hard pitch to go, hey, we're going to have one really bad year, probably, mm-hmm. with Num nuts at quarterback. I would not know yeah. what they have in, the, in the Yeah, NFL, what if we just NFL? tank? But if you tank for Caleb Williams right. or Drake May, right? then you can get, like, yep. Will Anderson, and then you get... Yep. Kyle Williams. Yeah, now you right. could be rolling. Right. Like the year after that. So, it's something
0: to think about. Chris Ballard's not going to do that, but because his job's probably on the line, but I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you either. Um But yeah, I'm not I, I it's it's kind of one of those situations. In the perfect role, if you're the Lions, the Raiders do jump. The Raiders trade with Arizona yeah. because then it goes, okay, Raiders take a QB, Colts take a QB, Seattle takes the best defensive player available, and yeah. the Lions get the other guy. Yeah. And you're thrilled.
1: Yeah. So, in this position... <laughs> yeah. So, Seattle gets up to the board and goes... And they go, oh, my
0: God, we get Will Anderson. This is the best day ever.
1: You would think that. And then they mess it up. And they mess it up oh, by taking Anthony Richardson. Oh, no. And then the Lions at six are like, I'm I'm taking that fine because we're running up there before our pick even yeah, happens. Yeah, Seattle hasn't
0: even announced yet. Lions picks in.
1: Damn it. Yeah. yeah. We're taking Will Anderson. So, Lions have Will Anderson at six. Oh, that'd be the fucking dream.
0: Good Lord. I yeah. mean... That's, that deserves one of those. Thanks, Seattle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Fettlehawks. Like, Alright. Yeah.
0: No, that's a Seattle Seahawk kacha for that one moment. Okay. Um yes. Seattle fans would probably crap themselves.
1: I would be so angry.
0: Yeah. Um I know everyone's like, ah, oh, he's he's a freak athlete and he had a great combine. If you gotta teach a guy how to throw a football.
1: Yeah. Like, my world at the moment as a Seahawks fan is if Anderson and Carter go like three and four, say to like Arizona and uh, what's whatever to Indianapolis, if you and and the top two quarterbacks are gone, at that point, I'm like, I don't mind if they took like Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Because I'm like, if Seattle did? Yeah, if Seattle did. Because I'm like, at that point, it's like you don't get the top two quarterbacks. But then, like, you don't get that star defensive, defensive player. player. Yeah. Like, you're looking at, like, Tyrese Wilson at mm-hmm. that point or right, whatever. So, right. it's like, I don't love him. So, right. I'd rather take the quarterback and sit for two years. Mm-hmm. You have another first round pick later. It's that kind of stuff. Right. But if Colts go quarterback and your first four or three quarterbacks and a defensive player and you're Seattle and you're not picking the defensive player, <laughs> then I'd be upset because <laughs> he's there and you don't take him. As a Lions fan, coactively. Co- yep. Then you're like, oh, cool. Then I just the Lions get that player. Uh,
0: Let me ask you, okay, with the Carolina move, right? And what? Okay, let's just say Lions. So Lions in this mock get Will Anderson, and it's the best day ever. Yes, that's not going to happen. Doubt it. So if assuming it doesn't, assuming it goes one two, Stroud Young doesn't matter which way. Mm -hmm. Are you still in the camp of maybe let's call Arizona and just see? Yeah, I wouldn't mind calling Arizona and just saying, listen, we're moving up here. We're going to give you six. A second, next year's third, a third, yeah, year, whatever, whatever. whatever it takes, right? Because yeah. you're not moving that far, right? Yeah. To then go, because we want to take Will Anderson or Jalen. Honestly, don't care. I'm yeah. assuming it'd be for Will Anderson. Yeah. This might. Well, but...
1: I, I don't think Jalen. I think Jalen Carter would have a better shot of making it down to you right. than Will Anderson would. Right. So I I would only make that move mm-hmm. for Will Anderson. Right. Um, I wouldn't mind making the move. Um, I don't think it's necessarily like you have to make the move, yeah. but. I do think with this trade, there's more. Let like, me ask of you. Let, thought, let me let thought me let me ask you this
0: question move. before we kind of just hit the highlights for the rest of this here. What would you rather see them do? Be more aggressive in free agency and go get a couple dudes like big swings, right? Mm-hmm. You know, not things that are going to cripple the team, but like swings where you go, oh, that's that's gonna, you know, that's a guy, right? Or then be super aggressive in the draft.
1: I would rather if you told me like. You have to be aggressive at free agency and you can't trade in the draft. Right. Like you gotta I, I stay must, in like in the yeah, first round,
0: you gotta stay at six and eighteen or you can move up into the top four.
1: But you can't be aggressive in free agency. I'd right. mu- I'd much rather be aggressive in free agency yeah. and then just stay at six to eighteen. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I say not even close. Because yeah. I think if you got like Tremaine Edmonds, Levante David, or traded for Jalen Ramsey or something. Then it's like, okay, now your sixth pick, there's a lot of options there. If they somehow, fill up the defense. in
0: my perfect world, they just get Levante David, or even Tremaine Evans. But I think Tremaine was going to cost them a lot more, so I think Levante yeah, David, yeah. yeah. You get Levante David, and then you trade for Jalen Ramsey, it's the best day of my life. Yeah. It's the best day of my life. I'd be like, this is it's the best day of my life. It's the best day. I'm not married, so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, let's keep going before, so we can wrap this up.
1: Yeah, so Christian Gonzalez will go to the Vegas Raiders right after that at number seven. Yeah, Christian
0: Gonzalez has officially moved into my number one corner slot right yes, now for, yes. for me in this draft.
1: Atlanta gets Tyree Wilson at eight. They're probably uh, happy with that
0: because they signed Lamar. So they're
1: Chicago, <laughs> the guy who's jumping up boards, Lucas Van Ness, is okay. going nine. Chicago just undid all that goodwill they just did.
0: Yeah. They need They need help on the pass rush, though. You know, you don't have Robert Quinn anymore. You
1: lose Roquan. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, number ten, Philadelphia takes Devin Witherspoon.
0: Corner. I'm assuming they signed Orlando Brown. Probably. That's the
1: only thing I can think of that the Bears don't take offensive line. Yeah, Tennessee gets Pierre Skronsky, which is you know, I I think if you were gonna like yeah. sign No in Taylor Lewan, you're, you're they're drafting offensive tackle. Whether it's him or Paris Campbell, Tennessee or Bears
0: Tennessee is just rebuilding, and they don't want to admit it. Yeah. It's like you need to get rid of
1: Tannehill too. Yeah.
0: Start, Start Malik. Ted, Start Malik.
1: Get rid of Taylor. He's yeah. awful.
0: Or Josh Dobbs. Whoever.
1: Um, <laughs> whatever one. <laughs> uh, Houston at twelve gets Quentin Johnston. So you get Bryce Young, Quentin Johnston duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirteen Jets take Broderick Jones tackle. Sure. New England takes Paris Johnson. New England uh, tackle. Sure. <sighs> sure. You've Green Bay keep takes Mac Jones up for those two yard. Pros. Green Bay gets some help for Jordan Love against Dalton Kincaid. Hey, all right, tight end in the first round.
0: Uh, apparently, Dan Jeremiah, his best tight end class we've seen in ten years, is multiple stars. And I go, and none of them should go in round one. Yep.
1: Uh, Washington takes Joey Porter, corner at sixteen. That's a Washington pick. Pittsburgh takes Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland, which mm-hmm. is, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eighteen, Lions pick.
0: Well, okay, so we we get Will Anderson. So they got Will Anderson. So basically, at this point, we're going.
1: I'm walking on sunshine. Yeah, you really don't care who you get at ATN. At yeah, this they're point.
0: like at this point. I, I don't know. I'm just gonna say Bijan because that's the sexy pick. It is everybody. not Bijan. It's not Bijan. Uh, Witherspoon.
1: Witherspoon went to Philly. It. Son of a bitch! I didn't pay attention long enough. Uh, <laughs> Keely Ringo. Not Keely Ringo. All right. I'm just. I'm not. They a take Miles Murphy, defensive lineman out of Clemson.
0: So they're assuming then that he's gonna play the three tech. Yeah. Okay, um, sure. Honestly, like, I know it's weird to think of. I don't hate it. Yeah. Miles Murphy at six, I hate. Miles Murphy at 18, I don't have nearly the issue with. No. Big dude, good guy, right? Yeah. Um,
1: Solidifies it, Dean Oh, my
0: God. I mean, serious, I mean, he's probably going to play what you thought Anzirike would. I think is kind of done, by the way, low-key. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, uh, what was your first clue? Well, like, your, I know, but the like the fact students...
0: that they still can't like, they're <laughs> like, well, he's still rehabbing. I go, so he's like, doesn't
1: yeah. have, like like the first injury, the third injury or the seventh <laughs> injury. Which one was your clue? I
0: was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but, um, we don't give benefits of the doubt here. I now. know, I know. We're um, aggressive here. Yeah. Cause we're always right. So miles Murphy though. That's a fun one. You know, I mean, shoot, really leaning in hard to the, to the D line stuff, but listen, you've got the opportunity. You can never have enough good pass rushers. In a good in a good package where if you're starting out where you've got Aiden Hutchinson, Will Anderson, Miles Murphy, and let's just say a Lee McNeil as your front four, Mm -hmm. NASCAR package goes in. You got Miles Murphy, maybe a John Kaminsky, James Houston, or maybe even, you know, you have James Houston. Maybe you move Hutch inside, put Anderson outside. Oh, oh boy, We're right? on the
1: same side.
0: Woo. Who are you who are you double teaming?
1: Save side. Who
0: are you double teaming? Right. Then you run, then you run a five three just to really screw the teams, and you go. You got one on ones everywhere.
1: Woo. Yeah.
0: And then you got uh, no. What's the linebacker from Clemson's name? Trent Simpson. Trent Simpson. Where he's just playing linebacker and he runs four three speed right past that center. Die, Kirk Cousins. Kirk. Whoa! Don't kill Kirk Cousins. That's true. He'll kill himself in the playoffs. Yeah, it's okay. Would. Yeah. <laughs> Is it not a one o'clock? I don't want to play. I don't want <laughs> to do it. I don't want to do it. In case Keenum back. Maybe that'll be better. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Uh, oh, that's going to be it for I this like week. Drafts. Yeah. That, that'll be <laughs> it for this week's show. Next week. Yeah, I don't know. We got.
1: do well, we have next week, Ralph? Well, we
0: got a mock draft corner for sure. Okay. Obviously. Yeah, We're going to yeah, be I'm doing obviously. free agency frenzy. At that point, the Lions don't sign anybody. I'm probably going to be bald from the stress, pulling my hair out, be going, what are we doing? Um, for agency obviously is going to be the biggest thing, and I'm assuming we're going to get some updates on the on the Rogers. I'm guessing actually, let's see, was it one o'clock our time right now? So probably in about two hours after I've already submitted and uploaded our show, Rogers is going to get traded to the Jets, so because mm-hmm. he's a prick. Um, yeah. Another reason why I hate him. So we're going to probably talk about that. Hate's a strong word. I hate him. I hate him. I hate okay. him I, My girlfriend Lily asked me. And she goes, "So are you still going to hate the Packers as much if Rogers leaves?" I go, "Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I hate the Packers with every fiber of my being, but I also really dis. I respect him for his game." Mm-hmm. But I hate him as a person. Okay, two different things. Interesting. He's a douche. He's an absolute. He's a funny douche. He's right? a he's a prick. He is. He's
1: he's hysterical.
0: I really, really hope that while he was in that darkness retreat, he missed trying to sit down on the toilet and he fell on his ass. That's all I hope for. Like I hope he just pooped in a corner. Like the one day.
1: worst thing yeah. to ask for. Yeah, good. Worse is someone dying, like pooping and then not being able to pick it up, so you just get the smell. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everything was a three-wiper form. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like dark,
1: you know, so like yeah. all your senses of smell is like the only thing you got. So yeah. now you're just smelling your own poof your yeah. own feces. Yeah. as they say, exactly. That's tough. And
0: he's been feces all year, so it doesn't really. Matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, he was good for like a game and a half.
0: Yeah, Kirby Joseph is his daddy. That's all I want to say.
1: Whoa. That's
0: all I want to <laughs> say. That's all I want to say.
1: <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah. And maybe, Kirby, Kirby
0: maybe, Joseph's is going to get a contract extension just for those two plays that yeah, he made. Basically. So. Uh,
1: yeah, and then we, we might like make a March Madness bracket. Not a Oh my bracket. gosh! Yes, absolutely. We'll, we'll Thank you.
0: Know you I uh, you were teaming me up for something, and I was like, I and have no idea. Never what got the, I got I, you know March I,
1: Madness is this weekend, right?
0: I I kind of blocked out college basketball after both of our teams both got obliterated, both Michigan State and Michigan. And Michigan State's going to lose in round at sixty four or something. or something. Oh
1: my God! Don't say that.
0: All okay, right, that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the missing whale man, who I keep saying, even though he's never on the show anymore because he's a dick.
1: He only watches
0: Michigan football and UFC now. So,
1: Oh, and UFC now? He does watch a lot of UFC now. He's such a tool. We can do a UFC show. He's such a
0: tool. It's fine. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to bring out some. Yeah, but like that's all he's got, though. It's like, come on. So <laughs> figure it out.
1: Figure it out, all right?
0: Okay. He's, friend with one, he's friends with one Michigan player. He thinks he's cool.
1: He's not even on the team anymore. No, he's not on the team He went to Oregon. Sure. Makes sense.
0: That's going to be for this week's show. On behalf of the missing Whale well man, he's the Merc. on so Mike Merkel, I'm the mouth of Michigan Robin Decker. We will see you guys as always next time.